guys, welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast, episode 45, very special. The stars are out. Episode, we're, we're in our finest. The We're in our finest, we're doing the official 2022 Kit and Krista Game of the Year awards. Right. We're celebrating everything we loved and some things we didn't love. Mm. Yeah. Over the past year. It's yeah. going to be incredible. And, of course, we um, polled our wonderful Patreon community, and we're sharing their thoughts about all of these categories and, and, and games they loved and didn't loved as well. Yes. We which have, is very exciting. We have Kit's picks. We have Krista's picks. Why did I just refer to myself in the third person? I don't know. <laughs> but we also have the Patreon community picks. Yes. And i got to say, some of these polls are decided by, like, a one percentage point. Yeah. I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, some of them were, like, blowouts. Yeah. And some of them were so narrow. Yes. It was incredible Very interesting to watch to see the this. voting um, take place over yeah. the last week. If you want to join us, we are uh, patreon.com slash Krista. We do lots of fun community things just like this. Um, we have exclusive content on our Patreon we have tons of fun um, with our Patreon community on Discord. We just had our big holiday right. meetup. I got dominated in Mario Kart. Thanks oh very much, community. Every single time we got totally, we just get totally worked <laughs> in Mario Kart by our community, which is kind of fun for them, maybe. Yeah. And we did a fun giveaway this time That's as right. well. So yeah. yeah, join us. It's, it's a ton of fun. Um, and of course, everything that we do is made possible by our Patreon community. So help us out. Give us, us a look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, before we get into the awards, and we should say, that's all we're doing in this episode. That's right. Uh, it's such Settle a special occasion. In. Celebrating the year. We got to do nothing but this. Exactly. Uh, some programming reminders. Oh, programming reminders. First, though. <laughs> yes. Um, this last weekend was the fi- or the one-year anniversary of the final Nintendo Minute episode. Yeah, which, I can't believe um, it's been a year. We couldn't let that pass without, uh, you know, celebrating a little bit ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were wondering, like, is there anything special that we hadn't put out yet that we could find? Mm-hmm. And it literally the last moment, I was going through my phone and I found these clips that we recorded immediately before and immediately yeah. re- after. I honestly forgot these existed. So did I. And I, and then as, as soon as I saw them, I remember um, it was your idea to do them. So good on you for <laughs> making us do it because I absolutely forgot yeah. they actually. That it actually happened. And they were things where we were hinting that like, oh, we're going to start this channel. We're going to start this podcast. Obviously, we couldn't put that out in the moment. Yeah. I'd be tipping our hand too much. Um, So thank goodness I found those. I like frantically texted you at like one o'clock on Saturday. I did like the fastest 10 minute edit ever. And then just like, we just said it live. So that's a video that's out on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, It's so crazy to look back. Really interesting to look back and see. Because there was... A place where, like, my heart and mind was in that moment. Yeah. Where it was very much on sort of, like, the verge of, obviously, something's ending, so you have to, like, kind of have that closure. Right. But I was also, like, already my mind was turning to, like, what's happening next. Right. But yet we couldn't say. We yeah. were still, like, sort of in, like, the early-ish stages of planning it, so we couldn't say, like, all the details yet, but you can see, like, the conflicting yes, the, emotions. The thumbnail <laughs> is me with a big smile on my face and you crying. So, yeah, so that, it's a little it's, psychotic. And that's been working great. Uh, that's some wonderful clickbait, so uh, way to go. Genuine tears, so I'm not, like, <laughs> I don't feel bad about putting that as a thumbnail. I, I genuinely yes. was very emotionally, like, kind of back and forth on all of that. So, yeah. anyways, it was very fun to look back on that and, and great to think about where we were and where we are now. Yes. Exactly. Uh, another video that's out now, if you want to get in the holiday spirit, we went on our annual holiday shopping spree. so fun. We heard from so many people that said when you did Nintendo Minute, those shopping videos were some of our favorite. Mm-hmm. So we did one. We did one, yes. yeah. 
we did one uh, no bars hold this time because it was kind of hard to do those at Nintendo, honestly. Like, because you can't show other logos, right? You, you can't show other products from the store. So th yeah, that that was a challenge this time. It's like who cares? This time it was just um, like let's look at all the things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, we fun. we went to three stores. We had three different price limits we set for each other. Uh, we got some really cool stuff that we're giving away to our Patreon subscribers. Exactly. Yeah. Um, found some. Truly disturbing and unhinged Sonic merchandise. That was weird. The armless, that headless Sonic I have toys. A lot of questions strange. about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know I what, don't to, know say what else to say about that. Say about that. That yeah. was weird. There was just a lot of like. I was surprised at how many things that were available for that were gaming related. That was that was not a video game. Yes, and of course we had the traditional cringe-inducing um, conversation with the cashier at GameStop, where my soul literally left my body. Yes, that's as a we were speaking to this fella. I was like trying to just zone out yeah. and pay as fast take, as take possible. Take the money. I'm just throwing the money at this guy. It was guy very so strange. Yes. Um, that's not the last Super Kitten Krista sixty-four video of the year, though. We have one more. And actually, this isn't the last podcast of the no, year either. We got one more, people. We're going, all, we're going all the way to the bitter end. Yeah, um, yeah. We are doing a music-based Super Kitten Krista 64. I oh think for the first time since we started this whole thing. Yeah. And um, we've been wanting to do this on this channel, but it's there's a, some tricky stuff with music. Obviously, you guys know, but... Yeah, we're nervous of like, oh, is it going to get demonetized? Who cares? Or gonna be some, but it's like, it's the holidays. Who cares? Let's just yeah, do it. Yeah, let's just demonetize um, it. <laughs> so we are choosing some songs, or we have chosen. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I hope you've done it. Oh, I, oh yeah. Um, from our personal, some of favorite. our personal favorite games. And we're going to yeah. see if the other person can guess... Um, you know, what the song is or what the game is. What platform it's, uh, it, it's Right, on. right. So you got a couple of different yeah, ways couple you can ways. get points. But um, it's kind of like one part, literally just guess the song, and the other part, how well do you know the person? Like best friend music show. Because these are games that I've talked about like for years. Me too. Yeah. And to the point that you maybe you've just zoned it out, and so you don't know. I don't know. Some of them, and we have it from like easy to hard. Right. My hard one, I think it's pretty hard. I don't know if you're going to get it. I'm, I'm sure you're not going to get mine. I mean, okay. you might. I mean, you might get lucky and guess something about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know you some somewhat, a little bit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, you would think after yeah, like yeah. how many years? So that's going to be years? fun. Yeah. Right. So we're really excited about that. Um, that's going to be really fun, and uh, we'll see how we do. Yeah. We got to bring that challenge board back up, the one that I'm losing terribly. It's on, not going so. well for you. We'll see how I it do this one. I don't. I don't feel confident going well at for all. You. Um, um, well, but yes. Yes. One last thing before we get into the awards. This episode is sponsored by Slick Deals. Thank you, Slick Thank Deals. Thank you, Slick Deals. We are, as you guys know, we are huge fans of Slick Deals. This is a browser that you can download for your, a browser extension, sorry. Yes. That you can download for your browser or an app that you can uh, download as well that helps you find all sorts of really great deals and discounts. And obviously we're deep, deep, deep into the holidays now. And if you have not completed your Christmas shopping yet, uh-oh, might be in some trouble. Well, I was gonna say, it might be time to turn the coin and just get something for yourself. Oh, you, you just know? like forget yeah. it. Yeah. I'm over this, I'm we're over so, We're so down to the wire, people. we're so just down to the it. wire, it's just like, we're just moving on. Oh, yeah. all right, well anyways, if you're shopping for yourself or somebody else desperately and quickly, um, this can very much help you out. There's tons of discounts, they're all curated by real people. Um, the Slick Deals community is uh, just out there searching for these deals for you. Yes, so and we have them. we have gotten many great deals that we have given mm -hmm. away on this podcast. Yeah, and we have another one today. We do, and this, this time we're giving away yet another fifty dollar eShop card. That's good. Yeah, and did you guys know? I didn't know until I started using Slick Deals that you can get 
deals on actual cash cards like this, which is kind of amazing. It's like a discount on money. I know. I don't know how that works. I don't care, it's but great, I'm, I'm using it. I'm giving it to you guys. So uh, to enter for your chance to win, give this video a thumbs up. Be subscribed to the Kit and Krista YouTube channel and leave a comment below which game you play if you would win this $50 gift card. Perfect. Yeah, and I we're going to leave all the slick deals info in the description box. Don't forget to click and get that browser extension or app downloaded so you can start getting some deals. All I right. love it. All right, it's time. Without further ado. Now you want me to put a spoiler warning well, on this for some reason. I don't know. We're, why we're not you, we're why? not talking deep spoilers in most cases. Um, there might be a little thing here or there. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I guess if you don't want to, maybe know, no. Maybe don't worry about. But of the year, yeah. then <laughs> move on. With now, your okay. Life. I have a, before we begin. I have a bone. To, I have a bone. I have a bone year. to pick with you about Bodhi. You were sending me some of the early graphics, or you had posted an Instagram picture of this that I had to step in on. Because you had called it booty of the year. No, I was still working on it. It's butt of the year. I know. Booty. Calm down. It sounds like booty, so you don't have to say booty. It's butt of the year. Okay. Re refer to the style guide, please. <laughs> the official butt <laughs> yes, style guide? please. Okay? This is important. <laughs> All right, well, that category is coming up yes. uh, in a few, but, but let's start here. Well, we have 22 categories, we There's should say. So settle in. So just get, get, um, get cozy and comfy. Yes. Our very first is best multiplayer game. Yeah, uh, this one's a blowout. And the nominees are, let's let's read the nominees. Oh, at read least. the nominees. Okay. Splatoon nice. 3, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, mm. Elden Ring, Escape Academy, Marvel Snap, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Um, this was a blowout, as this you said. This is a blowout. Uh, getting almost three quarters of the vote, mm -hmm. uh, our community winner is Splatoon 3. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations to Splatoon 3, which is. Absolutely a wonderful multiplayer yes. game. Yes, uh, we had some comments left about some other games that were not included. Decatron says, of the choices, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but you should have included Grounded. Oh, that's right, and, you played that game, I did not. Oh, yeah, and Tug's Puppy Bear said, I'm surprised you didn't include Multiverses. Hey, we can't play everything. Can't play everything, yeah. I did not play Multiverses, although yes. I was kind of interested in it. All the nominees are based on our own experiences, mm -hmm. so uh, yeah. your your mileage may vary on that. Exactly, um, but yes, Splatoon 3. What, um, was your, what was your multiplayer? game of the year. You know, my personal pick is actually Escape Academy. Wow. Yeah. I was, I was just, you know what, that whole Escape Academy experience was such a surprise. Yes. We saw, obviously, this game for the first time at Summer Game Fest, and I think when we sat down to play together, we basically had no, like, we had no... We knew nothing. We knew nothing. Yeah. We had no sort of, like, you know, expectations going into it, and it was... Probably the most fun I had playing a, a truly co-op yeah. game like yeah. that in a really, really long time. Mm -hmm. Like, and it is just, it's one of those things where you're like kicking yourself. You're like, why didn't I think of that? Like, why didn't I think of exactly. putting an escape game into a video game? Like, duh, it's that's true. perfect. It's true. And then we played some more. We streamed this game as well. And I just continued to find it to be so unique, the experience. And just, again, Splatoon is a great game. Like, and it. You know, you go, to, you play Splatoon for multiplayer, but this one really surprised me. And yeah. That's why I have to give it to Escape Academy. Yeah. You know, I was going through this list and all the games I played. I don't know if I played like a truly great multiplayer game this year. Oh, no. Splatoon, I have a lot of mixed feelings about Splatoon me too. 3. Yeah, I um, really do as well. That game's matchmaking issues were a real bummer. Yeah. 
and hurt tough. the experience for me. Yeah. Um, and I think that the game struggled with, you know, a general sense of newness. Maybe that's yeah. just me that, based on these that, results. That's exactly why I picked Escape Academy because it didn't have any uniqueness factor for yeah. Splatoon. I was like, of course, it's, it's, it's going to be solid. It's going to be fun. So my pick is actually a game that in some of the comments I saw, people were wondering, is this even a multiplayer game at all? Mm. It's Marvel Snap. <gasps> um, oh... I, obviously you don't see the person you're playing with. You know very little about the person. Sometimes we, we were debating, are we playing with bots? Early on, I think yeah, you're playing think with bots. We're well bots. past. The, There's no more bots. We're well past the bot I phase. continue to be like fascinated by people that I'm playing with against. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I want to know everything about you. I, I, I do have though, like the proper, like strategic back and forth in these matches. And mm. you can like have moments where I can tell I've psyched somebody out or they've psyched me out. Yeah. Or the person will just leave because they realize they have no more moves left. Right, right. Um, There's such like a deep strategy that you do with a complete stranger. Right. Which is such a, like a cool thing to do in these like short little bursts. Yeah. You so know? it's interesting. This is probably the most limited multiplayer experience, but I think I got the most out of it. And yeah. they just announced the proper head to head is coming. I know. We, so we were just great. talking about that. I was like, I can't wait to kick your butt at Marvel uh, Snap. We'll see. <laughs> um, our next category Most Intense Action. Oh, boy. The game that had you on the edge of your seat. Uh, our nominees are Neon White, Bayonetta 3, mm -hmm. God of War Ragnarok, Vampire Survivors. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, or Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes. All right. And the community winner was... Da, 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 Bayonetta 3! Wonderful. Um, not surprising. Not surprising. Incredible. We have a, a huge... Uh, Bayonetta family Big contingent, the, yes. the Kit and Krista community, which is awesome. Right. Yeah, I love um, that. Some comments Josh Riggs said, as much as I loved God of War and Bayonetta, Neon White was something really mm. special. Grinding each level to get the best times, and it was such an intense rush to master uh, every level near perfectly. And Riven said, I really liked Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. I'm actually playing through a second route now. I really love the additional support conversations that help flesh out the characters. Did you know that Hubert has siblings? <laughs> I love that. Uh, I played and enjoyed that game as well. But what, what was your pick here? My pick is God of War Ragnarok. I did not play Bayonetta 3, so that the, oh, that's the caveat that I have to disqualify. put here. Disqualify. Maybe, maybe disqualify me. I don't know. Um, I thought it was interesting, though, that God of War and Neon White are both tied in the percentage for second place. It's true. At 16%. So it's kind of interesting that this huge sort of cinematic blockbuster AAA title is tied with this, you know, kind of more indie title. Yeah, there was awesome. there was no like real loser in this category. No, they all, they all got a a, at a minimum about 10% of the vote. Right, right. Um, um, God of War, you know, for me was the the most like actiony action game I played all year. Yeah. Um, obviously, you play that game for those like huge Kratos like intense battles. This one, you know, you were introduced to so many different kinds of weapons too, and there's also like playing as Atreus and just tons of other aspects of it that made it very much intense and action oriented. Yeah. So yeah, that is my pick. For me, I had to choose between Neon White or Vampire Survivors. Oh, wow. And I ultimately went with Neon White. Oh, nice. Um, that game like really did have me on the edge of my seat where mm -hmm. it's like, I know what's coming, but I don't know if I could pull it off. Yeah. And you really get like an adrenaline, adrenaline rush yeah. when you do. Or there are also a lot of moments where like... You just get something, get an item, and you have to use it immediately. You really have to think on your feet. That's true. Like it'll the snap decisions yeah. that you're making with that game is is very. Intense. It'll present you with a situation. It's like I need to make a read on this right now. Yeah. 
Um, and that was really exciting. And like the, both of these games, I would say defy categorization. Like I, it's so hard to describe what these games are, but mm -hmm. it had a lot of action. Yeah, it de definitely had like a different kind of action. Maybe one that you're not as used to when you think yeah. about intense action games. Yeah. It's like a different type of adrenaline inducing, you know, with like yeah. Vampire Survivors, you're, you're just like, you know, halfway through a run, you're, you've stopped blinking. <laughs> your hands are sweaty because yeah. you're gripping onto that it's controller. True. It's true. And you're just like holding your breath, trying to make like just eke out more and more of your your time, yeah. you know, your survival time. So it's let it's very much unlike sort of like hacking away with right. a giant axe. You yeah. Know, when you're yeah. Kratos. Absolutely. So I, I like how action can be defined in yeah. all of these different ways, mm -hmm. which is fun. All right, our next category is Best Indie Game. Ooh. The nominees are Stray, Tunic, Neon White, We Are OFK, Cult of the Lamb, and Vampire Survivors. And the community vote is Tunic. Uh, this was a pretty, this is surprising. I mean, Stray won um, at the Game Awards. A lot of indie awards. Um, Stray was very popular within our community. Yeah, um, yeah. But Tunic won pretty overwhelmingly here. Right, right. Definitely um, did. So I was surprised at that, but obviously very deserving. Um, Shark Among Men wanted to highlight uh, a Leckhead. Great game. I played that You played game. that, didn't you? So good. An incredibly inventive puzzle platformer I that tested the you. mind, charming, retro, and engaging. And Seaver said, Return to Monkey Island was my indie gem <gasps> for the year. It was wonderful and utterly unexpected. Well, return to the series. Funny and poignant with some nice evolutions to the point-and-click genre and a neat art style that was a treat to see while playing and worked wonderfully within the game's framing. This is one of my favorite franchises, actually, and I have not played Monkey before. Island? Yeah. And I love these point-and-click games, oh. as you know. So I, I actually have to play this game. I have to play this game. So I'm, are you taking a rain check on this no, uh, award for no, yourself? I'll okay. Still, I'll still participate. What do you have? Mine is Stray. Oh. oh. Um, the, the thing about Tunic, and I, I agree with everyone's uh, love for Tunic. I also really love Tunic. I thought it was very, very charming and fun. But I just didn't get to play that game for as much as I wanted to. Mm. It we talked about this before, but it came out during my whole obsession with Elden Ring. True. It was pretty challenging. And then when it came to Switch, I was like doing something else. Yeah, yeah. So I I want to, I feel like I need to give it like more, more of my playtime yeah, before I yeah. can call it my indie game of the year. Yeah. Um, Stray, however, was a game that I played, loved, and beat. Um, and I just thought, again, that the... Beyond the whole thing about like people like cats or whatever, um, which I know you're sort of hot and cold on sometimes. You're you're a cat hater. I maybe? haven't played the game. Well, anyways, but beyond the part that the cat is cute. Cat hater. Excuse you. You, you had made some disparaging. I had cat many cats comments. growing up that I loved. You had made some disparaging cat comments. Anyways, um, the story for this game was incredibly inventive and and very touching and. Yeah, I, I didn't expect to be so attached to this world that they built within this game. Um, I was so busy, like, making sure this cat was okay. I didn't realize that other things were going to tug at my heartstrings. Oh. I'm not going to spoil it. Beyond the cat? Yes! I was like, why am I crying? The cat's fine! But, like, other stuff happens in that game. If you've played this game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But it really just... It was a surprise yeah. that like I was so focused on like please make, make sure this cat is okay yeah. that I didn't realize that there, all these other characters and things within this game was going to like 
make me invest in that. So Stray is absolutely my, my pick for best indie game this okay, year. Okay, great. Um, mine is Tunic, and I have to admit, I didn't finish Tunic. Yeah, um, you play more than that. I, I chipped away at it through the year, and it did start to get quite challenging for me, but I was really impressed with how inventive it was. You know, you think it's just like kind of a top-down Zelda clone, mm. but it's really a lot more than that. And all the like layers of the secrets that are in this game were really um, quite surprising to see. And there were things that you realize in hindsight were just there all along. And that yeah. if for some reason you had stumbled upon it, you could have done that thing mm. and had a totally different experience. Totally um, different paths, branching right. paths that you could take, which was really yeah. clever. Also had such a great idea with the manual. Yeah, I love that. teaching you about how to play the game. Without certain, really teaching you. Certain mechanics. Yeah. Like, it's basically like getting a power up when you get a page of the manual mm -hmm. because it's something you didn't know how to do yeah. beforehand. And I love how they had like that made up language right. in the manual. So you really didn't, you weren't, you couldn't actually yes. read it, but you, you kind of right. got, the idea came across to you yeah. in this really fun, like kind of surprising way. That was yeah, very, this game that was had very this game clever. had so much in common with Elden Ring of not holding your hand and yeah. letting you kind of struggle through it and, and feel that accomplishment. Exactly, so, um, exactly. Really, really impressive sure. game. Yeah. All, All right. right. Next up, we have most impressive visuals. Ooh. And again, there's a lot of ways you can slice and dice this. Best graphics, most graphics, coolest looking graphics. I don't care. What was the most impressive to you? Uh, but our uh, nominees were God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Elden Ring, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and Pentiment. Whoop, whoop. Gonna, uh, gonna whoop, whoop for Pentiment. Late game. Got some votes, though. So I was, I was excited it, it to see it. It did not get shut out, yeah. Did not get shut out. Uh, but our community winner was, or is, Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that game is known for graphics, known for visuals. And this game, I, I played this game and was did one of the, like, every other environment that you're in, just like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I definitely had that sense where, remember when we played... Um, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. It was like the, there was like so much stuff that's true happening on the screen. Like there's like plants flying yeah, around yeah. and light and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And you're kind of overwhelmed. Don't know where to look. Your and, senses yeah. are like to your visual sense yeah. are totally overwhelmed. Yeah. I definitely had that sense with Horizon. Yeah, when I was playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> um, some comments here. Jamie Bain said, "As a longtime Xenoblade fan, when I booted up Xenoblade Chronicles Three, I was blown away by the draw distance, particle effects." And the lighting and art direction of some of the cutscenes and areas, fantastic. And Bruce Dash said, Kirby and the Forgotten Land looked great. The presentation of Kirby entering a more true 3D foray was fantastic, and Kirby visuals are, are usually so vibrant and clean. Yeah. Do people say the, the, the Switch is showing its age? It's still got some, some great representation yeah, here. Yeah, I, I agree that Kirby, like when he goes through that initial scene and, and goes into the Forgotten Land, yeah. that was a wow moment for, yeah, for, yeah. for me on a Kirby mm -hmm. game. Uh, my personal pick is God of War Ragnarok, actually, for most impressive. Uh, not people. Horizon for you. Not Horizon. Wow. I know. I would have thought that I was that like really like honestly, I was like overwhelmed. <laughs> Horizon <laughs> visuals. I was just like, I don't. My eyes do not know where to look. Yeah. This game is Horizon's absolutely beautiful. That's not you know, it's not disparaging to that game at all. I, I truly enjoyed it. And it's a beautiful game, but the thing. About God of War that put me over the edge were those close-ups of Kratos. Mm. Like I cannot get the face. over. Yes, the game starts with a close-up with Kratos, yeah. and yeah. then there's these scenes where it's 
literally just like a black background, right? Some cool lighting mm -hmm. in his face, mm -hmm. and I was just like in awe of those scenes. Like I couldn't. I'm like, how do you do this? And I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. It's like so expressive. It's so like I don't know. There was so much that they did in those scenes to like just pull you into Kratos's character, yeah, without any distractions with the background, or it was literally just his face, and that accomplished within a video game was really incredible mm. to me. So I have to give it to yeah. to God of War. Um, I'm going with uh, Horizon here, which is a game that, oh. that I didn't finish and, and frankly didn't hook me um, yeah, very much. Yeah, you didn't much, really like this game too much. But it is really amazing is just to look at this game. Yeah. It's like, wow, video games look like this now? That's true, yeah. And Guerrilla is a studio that's known for having great graphics. Um, but they also did a PS4 version of this game that seemingly looked pretty much... Yeah, like the same. Mostly as good as the PS5. I don't know how they did that. Um, but... You know, even just beyond like the technical side of it, like there is a lot of Art artistry direction. at yeah. play here, mm -hmm. and some great vistas. Yes, and I do like ruined San Francisco. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. I love that, and I want to see the. I want to play the um, DLC to see ruined Hollywood. Yeah, just so, just so some inventive a feast you know for the eyes. It really is. Yeah. I do have to give a, a quick little shout out to Pentiment, which is a game I beat last yes. night. And yeah, talk about unique. Yeah, obviously a different game. angle. On yeah. visuals for Pentiment. Yeah, not not like Kratos' face, like wow, right. but a different um, a different kind of cool, you know, visuals. Uh, with that game being very much like an illuminated um, manuscript, and yeah, the way that they did the whole you know art style of that game and how it feeds into the story, and even like all of the typography. I was looking at the credits last night when they rolled, and they had so many consultants on like oh, really? ancient typography. Oh wow. So you can tell that there was a lot of like research and love mm -hmm. put into making this game feel the way that it did. Yeah. So you had to give a shout out to all that attention to detail. Yeah. It was, I mean, that game looked amazing. I'm glad so. we could nominate that one. Yeah. Okay. Up next, we have Best Soundtrack. Mm -hmm. uh, and our nominees are Xenoblade Chronicles 3, God of War Ragnarok, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, Elden Ring, Live Alive, and We Are OFK. Bit of a blowout on this one. A, a huge blowout. 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 <laughs> uh, with over 60% of the vote, the community winner is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Round of applause for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. A um, couple comments here. VGM Life uh, says, I voted for Live Alive because it was very interesting to get a chance to experience Yoko Shimomura's work at this stage in her career. Live Alive soundtrack is the first work composed by her after she joined Square. She was previously at Capcom where she composed the soundtrack to Street Fighter 2. After joining Square, she composed the soundtracks to many classic RPGs. Live Alive was a chance to hear an important composer at an interesting juncture in her career. That nice. is true. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and good. Fernie and Jess Forever had a pick that was not nominated. My personal pick would be Splatoon 3. Mm. The music for that game is so amazing and unique, encompassing multiple genres, styles, and cultural influences. Um, but Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is our winner. Yeah. On the community side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is also my winner mm. for this year. D tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, I think there's just so much expectation when you come into a Xenoblade game because you're you're expecting like an amazing soundtrack. Right. And I will say that in the beginning, when I first started playing the game, the soundtrack actually didn't really grab me that yeah. much. It wasn't until like... 
chapter five. Oh boy. The definitive chapter five. I think just on that song alone sold. Well, you sure heard it enough. Well, I, I <laughs> it was like an I, hour of this. I literally put it on repeat for like the next like two and a half weeks. As you cried. As I cried in the shower. So yeah, um, that that was a masterful, ma- masterfully done, um, coupling this very beautiful emotional song with the moment in the game that truly enhanced your experience in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the reason why people had such an emotional mind, myself included, yeah. had such an emotional response right. to that part of the game. Like they, that was paired perfectly. Yeah. And so just on that alone, I got to give it to Xenoblade. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could tell they were definitely doing more to elevate the music where like they made those flutes in real life and they spent a lot of time talking about these flutes and the special sound and Mm -hmm. the history behind them. So I think they knew what they had. Right. Um with that soundtrack. Um I'm I'm zagging a little bit here. I'm going with I'm going with Elden Ring. Oh you are? Yes. Which the soundtrack to Elden Ring is not a bunch of like head boppers. Like this is not music that gets stuck in your head, but it is very ambient and for me really like filled out the world mm. that you are sort in. Sort of like Breath of the Wild. I'd say more so than Breath of the Wild. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like okay. Breath of the Wild was a bit more like silent, um, where you would occasionally get these things. But like I remember that that first area where it's just like it's just like a single note, like sustained for like a very long time, mm-hmm. gave you this sense of like foreboding and eeriness. Oh. And it really just like set the tone. And I also the, cannot remember a single. And all the other and all the other areas did. It had some more bombastic songs, which I, I uh, those are like boss battles. Yeah, yeah, like I I I'm less attached to those, but like just the the exploring in these very like foreboding areas mm-hmm. and giving you that sense of adventure. Um, I have to go with Elden Ring. So more of like that environmental. Right, giving yeah. you a sense of place, working mm-hmm. in concert yes. with the visuals, yes. Now I kind of want to go back to Elden Ring and listen closer, because I, I feel like it, it was done maybe so well that I, it was just sort of like one with the exactly. game, and I didn't right. notice it, which right. is maybe like a compliment, you know, to, yeah. to that. I, I, so. like, I'm, I'm not surprised that this didn't win, and I wouldn't be surprised if, mo- if most people wouldn't say that, mm-hmm. um, but it just worked really well for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is my favorite category. Um Coziest game coziest. is our next category. So I have to say, I only played one game on this list, so you mm. can, if you know what that is, you know what I'm going to pick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I our nominees are, <laughs> this should be the Krista Presents Coziest I know, Krista Game. Krista Presents. <laughs> uh, the nominees are A Little to the Left, Bear and Breakfast, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Stray, Shin Chan, Me and the Professor on Summer Vacation, and Ooblets. Ooblets! Uh, this one, we had the winner and second place separated by a single percentage point. One percent. I had to, I was making graphics for this. I kept going back to this category to see if I needed to change the graphics. And I think I actually do because I think I had the other one. Oh, it flipped at the last second? I checked last night. When the polls closed? I I, I checked yesterday and I I think it was a different game. Anyhow, Anyhow. uh, the community winner is Stray. By 1%. Second place, uh, 1% less, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Wow. Neck and neck. So crazy. Um, We got a comment from Bernie Dracula. I like to say bear and breakfast, but the Switch version is so buggy, I couldn't wait wait to get through it so I could stop playing. That was my problem with Bear and yeah. Breakfast too. Would that have would that have been your pick if if that hadn't if that issue hadn't been there? That's right. Really? I know it would have been my pick if that issue hadn't been there, but the menus. Oh. It wasn't cozy because yeah, I was clicking five 
through like five buried menus. It's not cozy I was, at I was all. Frustrated. That really did seem to frustrate and you a lot. You know I what was um, really unfortunate is I was so excited to play this cozy game because I was on vacation during the summer yeah. and I was like, it was like perfect. We're ready. I was like gonna be on a plane. I want to play this cozy game. I want to be you know, relaxing on my vacation playing this cozy game. But yeah. I could not because it was so buggy. So my pick is Stray. Your pick is Stray too. My pick is Stray. Okay. Yeah. There, was these, there are these moments in Stray, and I think people that play this game know, where you go into these like, like sort of like abandoned homes yeah. or whatever. But the homes have such a vibe. What makes this game cozy? I want to ask because I'm when just I... I'm telling you right uh, now. Thank you. Yes. So you go to these abandoned homes. The homes have a vibe, like a really cozy vibe. It has like plants okay. and cushions and incense. And then the, there's like things that you could do where the cat just sleeps. You can okay. just like go to a cushion and say like sleep. Yeah. And then I think I posted some like visuals of this. Like I literally watched that cat sleep in that cozy room okay. for like 10 minutes. I'm curious because when I see visuals of this game, I think like this looks like kind of like an action game or an adventure game. It doesn't look that cozy to me. Yeah. Now those, those quiet moments... There's a lot of these quiet moments yeah. in this game that I, I really appreciated because it was sort of like a refuge from the, the sort of the dystopian world around yeah, you. Yeah. Um, so I really, I really like that mm. about Stray. Yeah. Because I, sometimes I was just like, I just need a break. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. sit in this room quietly for a little bit. Right. And they right. just the, the environment of those. I'm like, how do I make my house look like this? It's so. Oh. It's so like beautiful, and then like the way that the lighting is, yeah, the little neon, yeah. like oh, I love okay, that. Okay, okay, loved it. Uh, the one game I played, and therefore the winner for me, <laughs> is uh, Shin Chan, which came out kind of at like the the, the peak of summer, mm -hmm. and is a game about the peak of summer in Japan, in rural Japan, and really just matched perfectly with that time of year. Yeah. And like there's there's a like a light story, some exploration, some collection to do, but it really reveled in these environments of being in rural Japan, and you could hear these streams rushing, and the cicadas chirping or, away. Yes, or yeah, they would I love do that. like a background where it was like this giant mountain, and then Shinchan would be this tiny little thing running mm -hmm. around. Like I had, I don't know, I don't know anything about Shinchan. You know more, more than I do. The anime, I watched um, the anime, but I I got really attached to this game and, He's and these a characters. Cute character. Um, it's like naughty boy. So even though I only played this one game, I feel I feel good about giving it to it. I do want to give a shout out though to a game that came out after we wrote these polls up that I've been playing now. Oh, you're playing Lil, Lil, uh, Lil, Lil Gator, Gator game. Lil Gator. Um, that game is wonderful. I've been saying that's a cross between a short hike and Breath of the Wild. It is tremendous. It looks really cute. Yeah, yeah. The little the little alligator is very cute. It is. Um, but alas, that's how these things go. Yes. Uh, and we must continue on to best story. Mm. Uh, our nominees are Xenoblade Chronicles 3, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Live Alive, We Are OFK, and Pentiment. Pentiment. Pentiment, getting some shine here. Yeah. Another blowout, though. Uh, Another huge blowout, 60% of the vote going to our community winner, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Whoop, whoop. All, All right. right. That's, I mean, definitely well-deserved. Yes. Um, Cerulean Dragon, though, had a comment about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which was not nominated. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't try to be overly complex, but a story doesn't have to be convoluted or touch on deep themes to be genuinely good, which I think can get looked over in games sometimes. The characters in the game are well-written, in my opinion, and the journey you go on with your friends and the growing up they do in the process resonated with me. The way the story concludes is excellent, too. The story surprised me with how good it was since past several Pokemon games just haven't hit the mark for me, and I want to clarify 
clarify that I think the story is good overall, not just good for a Pokemon game. Nice. I think a lot of people have felt that way. Yeah, I've heard that the game, once you've like beaten it, really is satisfying. Yeah. Um, so that's that's awesome. Yeah. But Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is our winner. Obviously, a huge focus on story in this game. Yeah. Um, I, I can't argue with that. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to have to give my personal pick to Xenoblade Chronicles 3. That's my well. pick as well, actually. Yeah. yeah. It is absolutely... Like, again, this was the first Xenoblade game that I've ever beaten. I know that if you are, like, really deeply versed in the Xenoblade universe, I think, I'm only saying this because I talked to Roger recently, um, the ending may have oh, been a bit of problematic sure. for you, um, but I, I didn't have that expectation going in. Um, so for me, it was just like, this is a great story, yeah. you know? Yeah. I do agree that the ending, between chapter five and the end, the end end, it's sort of, there was sort of some slow moments where it dragged you were watching youtube videos for literally like months and yeah. still haven't gotten through all of them but i thought that the just the story overall the character building the relationships like all of that uh, was done so well and it, again it just got me to really invest in in these characters and their and and like their lives and and so i think that you know they, they did a really yeah. good job yeah my that. hot take is that the game should have ended after chapter five <laughs> and that there was a bit there's a bit of padding that was happening yeah. um, throughout, but just the premise of the story was so creative mm -hmm. and really made you think about some like, like serious, things? serious, like mature, like human condition. That's what I was topics. really surprised by too. I'm like, this game is. I kept like trying to grasp that the game is rated T. I'm like, how right. is this game rated T? It has like all these adult themes, like it had all these like really sort of deep. Like, you know, philosophical human condition. Yeah, well, there's questions. nobody with a gun and there's nobody who's naked. It's got some Bodhi, though. Uh, so that's how you get it. That's how you get an M rating. There's a um, lot of cursing. That's true. Yeah. Quite more than I expected. Yeah. They had their own kind of like made up cursing too, though. Yeah. <laughs> Which they I really liked. They did. They had yeah. made up, like, made up, like, Weird British accented yeah, cursing, yeah. and they had real cursing. Right. And, I was and obviously, like, you know, the characters were great. Obviously, you need great characters to carry out the story. Great yeah. dialogue. We have best character later on, mm -hmm. and um, we have uh, some characters there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think. Wow, is this is this the first one where we've all three of us, us in the community, us in the have, community have agreed on the pick? I will say that again. Pentiment did not get zero votes here. Four percent. I I beat the game last night, so it's fresh in my head. The story was excellent. It's an honor to be nominated. It's an honor as they to be say. nominated. I think the story was so good though. Yeah. And it was so it was such a story that was so true to the 16th century. It's like this is a story that could literally have happened IRL back in those days. Um, as as somebody who was there, as this is your feeling on it. That's my feeling. I was a history. <laughs> You're manager. a vampire. I have some I have some authority. Now I want to ask you a question. Yes. Um, did the ending of God of War flip this award for you. Yeah, I did. Were you going to give it, really? Yes, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. The ending of God of War, I got to say, was a little bit of a disappointment wow. for me. Wow. A little bit. So How about if, you? If they, if they had not said, this is the ending of the Kratos Norse saga. I think I would have given this it would have been God, your winner? God of War. Yeah. I'm, I continue to be baffled by why they said that. Why did they do that? Um, they like shot themselves in the it foot. It didn't. Add. It didn't. Um, completely changed my mind. I thought that the story was great. It was pretty. It was it was kind of as you expected it to be, though. It was a little bit expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, they tried to like really. I think they tried a little too hard to tug at your heartstrings. Yeah, yeah. Like it was. It felt a little contrived. 
Yeah, a the, little bit. The story had some wow moments, but but for the most part, yeah. I, I kind of could see where things were going. Exactly. Yeah. And then Horizon, which has historically been, and I've said this before, one of the games that has... Yeah, you were really into had, that story. The first Horizon game, like, best narrative, like, maybe of one of the top gaming narratives of all time for me um, with that surprise wow. reveal. This one, I was kind of like, you kind of... I don't know what they could could have done, honestly. Like that to top it. Yeah, I see. that shocker in that first game when you f- realize what the heck is going on is like something that just you can't replicate. And I think it's really hard for them to do that for any yeah. of these sequels. So I, you know, you can't you gotta give them some credit yeah, there. Yeah. But um, it's just really hard to top. So you know, uh, uh, Sony they're making a God of War TV show. I think they said they're making a Horizon something or other. Yeah. Um, like Xenoblade would be such a great like anime or, or something yeah. to just because again I, I really preferred the like taking in the story to actually playing the game. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a shame that they won't or aren't thinking about that. I want that. I want the Xenoblade and I want the Fire Emblem. But honestly, I mean, just, just watch it. Like just taking in the cutscenes like felt like watching a movie. I know. If you could just watch the yeah, presentation watch was it. amazing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's almost like... Inter- interspersed with me, you know, running along a vista for 20 minutes in between <laughs> cutscenes. You just need to, like, take the cutscenes and just put it on Netflix. Like, come on. It's not... Well, that's how I... After Chapter 5, that's how I took in the story. I know. Is I basically just watched the cutscenes and fast-forward through the gameplay. <laughs> well, the gameplay is pretty tedious. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. if you're not playing, right. you're not going to watch somebody, right. like, whittle down an enemy for, like, an right. hour. Right, right, right. Uh, let's not get too tangentially here um, <laughs> oh no this is a fun category I love this one best companion oh. so this is not the main character obviously um, this is not like a sidekick like an Atreus this is your best like fuzzy or not fuzzy kind of pet or friend that you have in a yeah. game um, <laughs> so the nominees are Torrent from mm-hmm. Elden Ring yes uh, Koridon and Miraidon from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Sandwich Lovers. Fenrir from God of War mm-hmm. Ragnarok. Weirdeer from Pokemon Legends Arceus. Elphalin from Kirby and the Forgotten Land. And Gamora from Bayonetta 3. <laughs> um, and there's actually, some, somebody pointed out, uh, I, I gotta read this comment now, because I think, I think we, we had a notable omission. <gasps> Oops! I, I think we had a brain fart. Yeah, and I think, I think this should have been nominated, so I'm gonna list this as an honor, honorable uh, mentioned yeah. nominee. I voted uh, for Coridon, but my real favorite of the year is Small Fry from Splatoon 3. Darn, we should have replaced Wordier with Small Fry. Ador- no, I would guys. Keep, no, don't, don't say that. Adorable, <laughs> useful, and will forever change how I view Salmon Run. That's um, true. How could we? Small Fry is so cute. We're, we we're, messed up, We're man. literally monsters. Yeah, we apologize but for But I don't know if it would have made a difference because this was Blow a clear again. winner for Coridon and Maridon on now, our community vote. question. Would you say that it's actually 20% because there's two of them? There's 40% with them huh? together. So is it but they're t- basically the same. Okay, fine. <laughs> Just trying to give poor Torrent a, a, little, a little bit more of a oh. boost here. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, those are, those are great companions in those yeah. Pokemon games. There's a lot you can do with them. It's it, cool. It's fun to get them those new powers. And it's fun to give get them early in the game. Like sometimes yes. there's like, oh, those legendary, I get it at the very end, and I'm yeah. done with this game. This, yeah. this sucks. It's, I mean, it's cute, 
It seems friendly. Very cute. It's it's a it is literally an, a good companion for you. Yeah. So I can understand why that was the community pick. Yeah, it got yeah. it's got that like dopey dinosaur face that you kind and of. And it's like. got those little like pixel eyes, yeah, which I love. Yeah, you got to feed yeah. the sandwiches to them. That's cute. Yeah, it's very yeah. cute. Uh, my personal pick is Torrent, though. Yeah. Torrent has saved my life. Yeah, Torrent is mine as well. Tor- with a little jingle hop. Mm-hmm. The little jingle hop is the best, and I don't know if what I would have done without Torrent. Honestly, I could not have played this game without. The yeah, I mean this 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 made this game like playable. less impossible. Yeah. By just the nature of, you know, summoning torrent and running away. <laughs> I need torrent in my life. Or there were some battles that were like legitimately You can't do it without significantly torrent. more doable if you were on torrent. Yeah. Normally it's the case of like you're like these mounts are useless. Yeah. You know, you know how I feel about horses you do. in games. And sometimes they they actually make it worse for you. Like you can't like yes. you can't maneuver them easily to get around. Like I think the horses in Breath of the Wild are one of the worst things about that game that I think is otherwise perfect. Well, you don't have to ride the horse. I don't. Okay. But in, in Elden Ring, you do really need to ride Torn. Torn is so amazing. Yeah. I can't say more. I can't say more things about Torrent that I love. I do want to give a shout out to Weirder though, who you wanted to remove as a nominee. Weirder is basically Torrent. Well, before I mean, this came out before Elden Ring. But it basically is the same. But, idea. It, but and, and it and it obviously was the blueprint for Coridon and Miraidon. Right. You had all of those other ones as well. You got like Sneasel. And, I like the Sneasel one where you're like in the basket. But <laughs> that was like really an eye opener of having this new level of mobility in a yes, Pokemon game. Exactly. And so adding to that big open world exploration. Right. Right. Yeah. Obviously, Which is what torrented. Obviously, on its own, Weirdier, you know, doesn't stack up. But that was really neat in that game yeah. to just think like, oh, I can I can get around in all these different ways that I never could before. Yeah, and this again, this game, Arceus came out in January. Yes. And then we had all these games with these great, you know, companions that came out afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to give a little um, honorable mention to Fenrir as well. Yeah. Who was had a heartbreaking scene in... That has a, gra- a great story arc. And then a great yeah. story. That was probably one of the best story arcs in yeah, that game. Yeah, um, And that was so, so much fun to... Uh, to watch, yeah, them, you know, and based on the the Norse mythology as well is really yeah. cool. All right, people, we're on to most disappointing game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's no, there's no, it, it speaks for itself. Yeah, no intro. Uh, the nominees are Nintendo Switch Sports, Overwatch Two, Mario Strikers Battle League, Gotham Knights, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, or. The Callisto Protocol. Now, I want to read these two comments before we reveal the winner because yes, this yes, is yes, funny. Um, VGM Life says, My vote is for Nintendo Switch Sports because it took me a minute to remember if I even owned the game. I'm still only 90% sure, but I don't think I imagined playing the game once during a family gathering and nobody ever speaking of it again. For the successor to the Wii, to the Wii System seller, this game was extremely disappointing. <laughs> but... Keegan Gaspari says, I'm really surprised Nintendo Switch Sports is listed. Oh! I've had a great time with this game, both online and with friends. To me, it totally captures the magic of Wii Sports, but enhances the gameplay with really fun online mechanics. Wow! You are, I guess. Two sides of the coin, as they say. I mean... (laughs) Someone, someone's trash is someone else's treasure, as they <laughs> oh, say. Oh, no. So, VGM Life's um, trash is Keegan Gaspar's Well, treasure. I have to wonder if Mario Strikers Battle League is anybody's treasure because that's our winner. And, again, by a kind of a huge margin. Uh, 57%, 57% that is also of my the vote. Um, yeah. I could not have been more disappointed. That's overwhelming. You guys know. I've been talking about this all year. 
I'm so disappointed still. And Tell me again what made it so thinking disappointing. Thinking about for you. this category pissed me off even more, honestly. Like, I was just Yikes. mad afterwards. This game had such promise. When I played this game originally on GameCube, yeah. it was one of the best games I okay. have ever played. Yeah. I was like so into like that tournament mode that they had where you could like do like, you know, like level up your, your characters or whatever. Yeah. And the game. When I, when I remember this first Strikers game had so much depth. This game just felt so hollow. Yeah. It just felt like it was lacking so much content at launch. And then when they started to like have the little like free updates for it, they were also very lackluster. Like, that's that one like character. And it's like months in between them too. To add one character, why? Yeah, yeah. It's dumb. And like, it's not fun. Like when you play it by yourself, you don't, you're not, you're not having fun. Like it's hard it's like so complicated. I should have known when I played that demo and the the tutorial oh, was like yeah. 45 pages long right. with like different button combinations. It overcomplicated <sighs> yeah. it. It made it not fun at all. And it made it pretty much impossible to play, honestly. So I'm still upset. I can't believe they've ruined this game. Um, Why are you looking at why are you making that face? Well, so that that's that's my pick as well, but I'm I'm less mad about it because so I, because mad. I don't I, like I didn't play this series really oh. before now, so I don't know. You don't know. I don't it's I don't so have that before. comparison, but it is shockingly light on content, and they've done a terrible job with the updates. So I ha I do have to say though, I really thought about picking Splatoon three for this. Oh. I really thought hard about that. You have been. Because yeah, that game just you, didn't do it for me. It didn't do it. it, didn't do and it for I realize I am in the extreme minority by saying this. Yeah. But it's different. I there are times where I'm like, I don't know why this game exists. Um and when you can when you think about what that team could have been working on that's more ambitious, bigger. Um there's this they're still adding to it. They've done a much better job with the updates. Um there's more DLC to come, so I'm not looking at this as a completely finished product yet. Yeah. But my experience with it so far has been very meh. And disappointing, yeah. 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 Well, everybody's different, yeah. as they say. Yeah. But yeah. we're all right about Mario Strikers being disappointed. <laughs> I remember seeing that in the direct and just being so pumped for it. It yeah. was my like most anticipated game for months and it came out and I was so disappointed. I couldn't believe that. I, could, I really couldn't. Okay, yeah. anyways, we got to move on. Uh, more, well, we more have a, a, a palate cleanser here with yeah, our most pleasant surprise. Um, so the way we looked at this is like, you know, in contrast to the games that you just have a, height, a perpetual hype meter for and you're following so closely. Yeah, like a god and, of war. And you're taking in every bit of content. These are games that like you barely knew existed until you played it, and yeah. then you were just at, like had a wow moment. And then you were totally hooked. Right. Yeah. Right. So the nominees are Marvel Snap, Pentiment, Kirby's Dream Buffet, Escape Academy, Tunic, or Vampire Survivors. Uh, let's read a comment from Bruce Stash before we reveal the winner. Marvel Snap for sure. I had zero expectations for this mobile game, and now it's become the game I play every day, and it's so hard to put it down. I'm a Marvel fan with the cartoons and movies, but it was great to realize there are way more characters I never knew about in the Marvel Universe, and this game moves so quick but offers so much varied matches with such a condensed deck. It's like Bruce Dash is just reading my mind every oh, day. Oh. So um, amazing. We're well, so simpatico, Bruce Dash and me. Well, let's reveal the community winner, yeah. which was Tunic. Yeah. Um... Tunic is a is a is a darling in our community for sure. 
Yeah, the first time I heard about Tunic was like right before it came out. Mm-hmm. And I thought, did this just get announced? And I looked it yeah. up. It's like, no, this was announced years ago. Yeah. So I just missed it. Yeah, we all missed it. I missed it too. <laughs> and again, Tunic unfortunately came out during the, the time when we were deep, 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 deeply in Elden Ring. Yeah. So even when I sort of got around to, to play it, you know, it was like... I was, my attention was a little divided, but I, yeah. I definitely was surprised by this game. Yeah. I knew nothing about it when I when I first heard of it. And then when I first started playing, I was like, oh my gosh, this is adorable. Yeah. Um, and so, so charming. So yeah, for sure, I, I would, um, I, I understand why the community uh, chose Tunic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is, my Mar- personal is Marvel favorite, Snap your though, pick? Is Marvel Snap. Okay. This, this is such like a definition of this category where I think I was reading like Twitter. Yeah. And there was like some people that we both mutually follow on Twitter that we both really like. Yeah. They were talking about this game. And I was like, what is this? What are they talking about? Mobile mm-hmm. games are usually not my jam either. Yeah. So I'm like, and not even, also card games <laughs> right. are not really right, my jam right, right. usually. So I was like, what is this? And I, I also, I'm a very like casual Marvel fan. Obviously I watch, you know, all the movies and stuff. Yeah. And I, um, I read some of the comics, um, but I'm not like sort of, you know, like a super fan or anything like that. And when I started playing this game, I was just like totally hooked. I still play every single day and I'm totally hooked. And I, yeah, like Bruce was saying, I've learned so much about the Marvel universe and all these characters. I'm like, who are these characters? And, and like this game does such a good job, like teaching you about like all of these crazy random characters you never heard of in the marvel universe and it's awesome uh that's a great choice um for me i'm going with escape academy oh wow for some of the reasons that you shared earlier so we first saw this game when we went to summer game fest the, the event and we were booking appointments for ourselves and you know, this was one of the first, and they were like, we, we really want to show you this game. And I kind of didn't want to take the appointment. Yeah, Because right. based on how they were describing it, I was like, this this sounds like it sucks. Yeah, and it, sounds and it also like some- sounds like something you would dislike. And it sounds you don't like, like that kind of Right, and it sounds like something I'm not going to like because I don't like puzzles. So I'd rather not waste my time with this appointment at this one-day event. Um, but we did, and that was the best thing we saw at that event. Yeah. And I absolutely adore this game. Um just the way it's laid out makes a lot of sense, makes you feel really smart when you solve these puzzles. Being able to do it collaboratively works so well. Yeah. Um, I really, I really love this game. And I think for the first time when we were playing this game, we actually worked well together. <laughs> it was like one of the first and maybe only yeah. co-op games where I, I really felt like you need the other person and like it's like an equal type of co-op game. You know, like no one's carrying anybody right. else. Like you really do need each other. It's amazing how they were able to do that. And um, yeah, I, I agree. That was a, yeah. a, a very but yeah, all, all these games I had such a great time discovering Me too. this year. Yeah. Uh, amazing. All right. This is an interesting category. Uh, this <laughs> like is the called the, this was a cool thing, but we can't dedicate an entire category to it award. So, you notice before it's like, oh, it's like best graphics. Like, well, there's a lot of games that have best graphics. This is like, there's a cool thing that's kind of a one of one. Yeah, like specific to something. So we all just mashed it up into this category. Um, so let's go through what these what these nominees are. We have The Beautiful Eyes of Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So beautiful. Atari 50's Virtual Museum. Mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection, original game design materials. Tunic, in-game manual. Sonic Frontiers wasn't the train wreck we thought it would be. 
and wrote finally, that, that line. <laughs> grounded spider slider. That's oh. that's hard to say. Um, let's read some comments. Christian S says, I love all these polls, but this one's my favorite. Hoping that future game history collections follow the lead of the excellent Atari 50 and Kawabunga collection. And Juji Fruit says, I'm the first vote for Spider Slider. Wow, achievement unlocked. I have to say, that might actually be the only vote that that got. One, what an important... One percent. What an important element to have in a game. I, res, I respect, respect the you, heck Gigi out of Juji Fruit. Fruit for doing that. You are Solidarity in disliking spiders. Yeah. Um, the winner, though, was the Tunic in-game manual, our community yes. winner. Uh, so congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Again, the darling of our community is Tunic, clearly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, there's the way that it basically acted as an unlock, the hidden language where if you really wanted to go nuts, you could try and decipher all of that. Yeah. Also underrated of that was, remember behind the manual, there was this very like blurry CRT version yeah. of the game. Exactly. That you would see. That like you couldn't totally move the manual out of the way, but if you like crane, like what is that? What is that? Is that the game? And that did really capture nostalgic. this sense of nostalgia yeah. of playing an old NES game where like, like nobody told you how to play those games. Right, and you do need was, some sort of like Nintendo power. There was manual. no internet. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it really did capture that, that was feeling. that was a highly like artistic like. Someone, D divine intervention on an artistic level. Someone right just there. knew because they lived that life. The person that made that lived that life. Yes. Like playing these old NES, like that's what they. That's why they were able to capture it right. so in such a true and pure way. Yeah. You know. So yeah. again, that's my pick, by the way. Oh wow! Is that manual? Great. Like, I, again, I did not play this game for very long, but I poured over. Yeah. That manual, and I was just like so fascinated by it. everything about it. Was just like. It just hit just right. That vibe was, that nostalgic vibe was perfect. I had a really hard time picking this one. Mm -hmm. Harder than some of the other ones. Um, Sonic Frontiers, we haven't played. Sonic Week, though. We're, we're, oh my God, we're perilously close. So close. Make it happen today, people. Um, oh my God, seriously. Subscribe. We're so close. Um, I'm actually giving it to uh, Cowabunga Collection mm -hmm. original game design materials because that actually, so they have the full game design doc for the first NES Ninja Turtles game, which is a game I had and endlessly frustrated me as a youngin. And being able to read through the design document and see what their intentions were made me actually respect this game and look at it in a completely different way. Like years and years like later. Like 30 years later. Right, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you had a really high concept idea for this game that you just didn't nail the execution on. Right. So whereas I thought it was like, this game's sloppy, like what were they thinking? It's like, no, they really laid it out in great detail. Yeah. And on paper, that's a great- It worked. It, it's, it's a great game on paper. Yeah. That just stinks to play. It's like, it's like you're, you're, you're my type on paper, but I don't like you. Yeah, so I really, I, I did a 180 on that game based on this That's 30 years amazing. later. That's which, amazing. Yeah. It's like some kind of closure for you. It was. Yeah. It, it absolutely you really was. You had some sort of closure overall. Because we went to that pizza place too, <laughs> you know, and we had the pizza. Yeah. You had like a childhood like 
full circle. Right. It's like, true. Core memory. It's true. Experience yeah. with this. And it's I had amazing. A, I had a big year with the Ninja Turtles this year. It's a, yeah. It's amazing. It's true. Like that you're able to have that, you know, yeah. experience yeah. 30 years later. All right. Uh, we this are presented on by to uh, Vista King presents Best Vistas. <laughs> um, let's just get into the, the six nominees. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Elden Ring. Horizon Forbidden West. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and God of War Ragnarok. Uh, let's read a comment from DMC before we reveal the winner. As Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was my first foray into the series, it was oh, hard too. not to stop and just admire the dramatic landscapes of Ionos. I'm glad I picked up the collector's edition with the art book. Nice. Uh, we even did a whole book. video rating Vistas yeah, of, of this game. Yeah, our wonderful community sent us their vistas. They were all so impressive. Yes. And yeah, and the, the landscape is so varied, so I, right. I agree. That's right. a great choice. Uh, 46%. But the community winner with yeah. 46% of the vote is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Woohoo! Yes. Nice choice, guys. Uh, again, the underpowered Nintendo Switch somehow ekes out this highly, you know, dependent on draw distance. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah, you need that for a Vista, I yeah, suppose, right? you really do. Yeah. If you want to um, know the exact Vista criteria, you should watch that video. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we really go scientific there. We break it down. There. We break yeah, it down. We do. Um, what is your personal pick for this category? Yeah, what's your personal pick? Oh, me? I want to know. Okay. Mine's Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. That's good. I... Uh, the, I had that moment with Horizon where you get on these tall nets. That's basically mm. like the, um, what is it called in Breath of the Wild? The, uh, the towers? The towers, yeah. yes. Why did I struggle with that word? That was weird. It's like a robot giraffe though, right? It's like a, or it's dinosaur. basically like a brontosaurus, yeah, yeah. but with like a flat head. Yeah. And it's kind of puzzly too, like you have to find yes. a way up, up those. Yes, yes, yes. Oh man, once you get up there and you look around, mm -hmm. oh. It is because you get 360, right? It's it's like you know in the middle, and it. I mean, talk about draw distance. That, and then it depends on which environment you're in because the environments are so different in that game. Like you can you get like desert, you get you know snowy mountains, yeah, you get all this yeah. stuff. It's just glorious. I, I spent a lot of time <laughs> up there on those tall yeah. nights and and hanging out and looking at the the world around me. It's amazing. Yeah, my top two are Pokemon Legends Arceus and Elden Ring. Mm, um, Elden Ring definitely too. Elden Ring is my winner. But Pokemon Legends Arceus, I mean, that game, like, people talked a lot of guff about that game visually, but the vistas were great. Yeah. And just the way that the land was crafted mm -hmm. led to a lot of wonderful vistas. Yeah. The skies, though, in this game are the real winner. Like, at night, so many stars, stars packed with stars. Yeah. And the clouds. The clouds, the sunrises, yeah. the sunsets Beautiful. were so dramatic. Yeah. The clouds were unlike clouds I'd ever seen. I love the the way this, the, the light was reflecting off the water. Yes. They, they did a good job yes. with that. Yeah. Uh, but Elden Ring is my winner. Um, so of, many times you stop to take a photo yeah, some in that of, game. Some of the scenes and the vistas that you can get are like out of some old fantasy book. Yeah. They, I mean, that world. To an extent built. that I've never seen. In a game. So this speaks to not only, you know, the natural environment they've created, but also some of these, like, castles and structures mm -hmm. yeah. that you see that, that fit or so like perfectly. The, the old, the, the dead dragons that were, like, right. wrapped into the, the castles. Right. Oh, my god! And gosh. it all just fits Incredible. so well together that 
this is definitely my most screenshotted Vista game of the year, yeah, which I is a fun, a which lot. is a fun metric to, to I judge it by. I definitely took a lot of screenshots. That and Horizon was like probably tied for right. screenshots. And I would have never guessed that a, a game from from software would win any sort of visual category. Yeah. That's just not how I look Gameplay at those. Is so that's like, not how I look at those games. Yeah. Um, but this game was really breathtaking, especially with yeah. the Vistas. Yeah. 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 I, I definitely agree. We have, we were very Vista spoiled this year. Yeah. Honestly, all these games, beautiful and amazing to look yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very spoiled. All oh, right. boy. It's time. This Bodie! Is, this is the category we've been waiting for. <laughs> but of the year. I have to say, this Bo is this T. is the one category where one of the nominees got shut out. I need to just and this, explain myself. And this is your personal... You argued with me and said, this needs to be on the list. And it I got don't know why you guys don't zero think votes. so. Um, so you're going to explain to us why you're a weirdo. Um, but the nominees are Bayonetta, Disney Dreamlight Valley, create a character. Caked up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the cast of Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Beautiful, glorious bodies. Yes, all six (laughs) of the main cast and a few others. Um... Surter. This is the one. From God of War Ragnarok. The spoiler got zero votes. This was your big pick. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna insert a photo so you guys can see for yourselves. Um, movie Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and movie Mario started bad and it ended okay. Yes. We had a had, we had a real journey. We had a, had a with good that arc with that. And yeah. then finally, everybody in Fortnite. We haven't talked about this a lot. Fortnite is like Done this. an all-time Bodie Does game. not miss. Yeah, there's just, just take a look. Yeah. Just take a Those look. Those artists, they got their mind on the yams. Let's read some comments here. Aaron Bednars says a certain character in a certain outfit that was only for a small part of Xenoblade 3 had me feeling things. <laughs> <laughs> With the blowing out emoji. <laughs> Frustration. Uh, and Ryan says most of the categories that I hadn't, most of the categories I hadn't played any of the games, I just abstained from voting. But for this one, I had to do research. You know, for science. Hopefully, you use indeed. The ExpressVPN. I understand, <laughs> like we did. Yes. Um, but the winner is, um, of course, I think as expected, with over fifty percent of the vote, Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Yes. An all-timer, a classic. She could be Bodie Hall of Fame. I am, I am suggesting that we establish a Bodie Hall of Fame or a Bodie Mount Rushmore. Yes. Carve the Bodie into stone. <laughs> um, Bayonetta is our first inductee. Yeah. Yes. Girl. Uh, you know, Bayonetta really started this trend. She did. And what a wonderful trend it's been. Yes. Um, for all of us we all over the years. This. And yeah, Bayonetta 3 so we de- delivered. We strive for greatness. And we're inspired daily right. by Bayonetta's That's right, right. Bodie. Um, your pick? Surter. <laughs> Just kidding. Wow. Um, no? No, my pick is Disney Dream of the Valley Creative Character. I have never been more surprised <laughs> in my entire life. Just by I was, again, I was just I was Bodhi shocked in 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 a, in a way. I was like I was so surprised. I was like, "Wait, this is a game about like Cinderella and like Mickey Mouse. Why does she need to have this like glorious caked up Are you okay?" It's funny. <laughs> Like, I don't understand. I haven't played this. I need to but, download like, it just I'm, for this. I, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was into it. I was like, okay, this is All cool. Right. I like this. This is, she's cute, Great. you know? Hidden messages in Disney Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> um, my pick is the cast of Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh. 
across the board. Every, great job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Do those um, squats. I agree with what Aaron said about certain characters that in, get introduced later on yes. that are just Bodhi game changers. Yes, yes, that's um, true. That's true. There's a lot of outfits that are very yeah, the outfits, Bodhi enhancers. Flattering, very flattering. Very flattering Again, outfits. For everybody. You got the swimsuit DLC. Mm -hmm. Um just just great work. We got to talk about that. Lands Bodhi. Yeah. Lands Bodhi. Lands is everything, but Lands Bodhi is. They all have. They all have the, the great Bodhi. Cherry. On you top. can't argue with it. Cherry on top. So it's it's hard. It, it, you don't usually get the full ensemble. Usually it's like this character, that character. This is like everybody. That's true. Literally yeah. everybody. Can't yes. miss. So, the first there annual. Is, there is. Oh, sorry. The first annual Bodhi's been decided. Yes. For all of us. Yeah. Okay. But Surter though. There's a great scene in God of You're War. You're weird. And there is a perfectly chiseled Bodhi. Well, it's because he's literally made of rocks. I know. That's cool. <laughs> you guys need to look. Just look. Come on. It's like a work of art. Okay. It's a work of art, people. Uh, let's move on before this gets too heated. Uh, best in-game relationship is our next category, oh. which I don't know if you can do this category every year. Yeah. Um, but this year we had a lot of great ones. There were. Um, and they really were predominantly from a handful of games. So right. let's go through them. Noah and Mio. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Lands and Senna. Xenoblade, bleh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uni and Tyon. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Kratos and Atreus. God of War Ragnarok. Atreus and Anger Boda. God of War Ragnarok. Itsumi and Jay from We Are OFK. Um, WG Grizzly suggested Nimona in battle. <laughs> <laughs> Nimona is a little unhinged. I really I, like Nimona because she is so unhinged. She's so weird. Yeah. What's wrong she with her? She wants to very, battle you. She's really intense. <gasps> yeah. yeah. But, but she's that's, happy too. Yeah, she's happy too. Um, <laughs> and Jamie, Jamie. Jamie Bain says, Noah and Mio's love was so pure and so it well told was. throughout the medium of the game. Additionally, with their story arc, the VAs knocked it out of the park with the subtle love that these two had for each other. Agreed. Yes, great work by the voice actors here. Ah, so uh, and that is our winner, Noah and Mio, with 47% of the votes. Yes. Um, quite overpowering. Oh, there. man. Um, once again, your, you you insisted that Atreus and Anger Bo to be on this list, and that came in last place. Well, you wanted Atre you wanted Kratos and... Um, Freya. Freya, which is so boring. Which is boring. much more interesting than this. No one's going to vote for that. <sighs> What kind of relationship do they have? We hate each other, and then we kind they of- They turned a corner. And then we tolerate they, each other? She was gonna kill him, and then and, and then they teamed up. Whatever. 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 All right, what's your pick? No, I mean. Of course. <sighs> the love is so pure. I agree, right, the it, love it, is so keep, pure. Keep, keep talking about it, keep, tell us. That, that's what it is. It's like you have these two characters that were from sort of, it's kind of like that Romeo and Juliet story. I know this is very, it's a very like sort of cliche maybe pick or whatever, but I don't care. When I'm <laughs> playing a game, when I'm watching a movie, when I'm reading, yeah. you know, a book or whatever about love, like I want the cheesy I want the cheesy love story. Like just give it to me. Yeah. Um and you don't you totally get it with this with this relationship, you know, and it's like you have the full arc of like we don't really like each other and then we fall in love and yeah. you, know, you just want it you want it it's so it's a simple thing for your brain to wrap itself around and All right. it's not real life but i think it's wonderful to experience it through a video game uh my pick is uni and tyon 
actually. Oh, nice. You That's know, you know. So we did in a podcast um, a character bracket. Yeah. I'd like to say I'd like to invalidate the results of that bracket <gasps> because That's I scientific because lands one. That was like right after the game had come out, and I think I was harsh on some characters that I came around on, such as Uni. Oh, I love Uni. I didn't really like Uni out of the gate, but like I do Tyon. now. And I still don't. I, I remain one of the Tyon supporters. Like um, but, but what I like about them is that they're polar opposites. Yeah. So that leads to a lot of interesting interplay. Right. And an interesting path for them as they come to become more of a unit. Yes, literally. <laughs> the, the Noah and Mio thing, obviously chapter five is the big payoff for that. But I didn't feel like... The, they had really reached that level of a relationship up up to chapter five. I felt like the game had more work to do to really sell me on that. Oh, I see. Like their love sh w wasn't deep no. enough yet. For it's like them. it's like they were getting there, but they were only like fifty percent of the way. You know, oh. I would have liked to have seen more of that. Um, so I would say that that it was almost like the opposite. It's like they were almost right. there, and then this tragic, horrifying well, thing happened. That's two ways to look at it. And then you're like, oh wait, if I lose this person, I will be miserable and okay. like sad. And that's why this is like that. It proves to me that you know sure. how deep that love is that you didn't even realize was there. Okay. You just don't like love. What is wrong with you? You have an icy heart. I love love. <laughs> 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 Your heart is made out of ice. Definitely not what a robot would say. Uh, next, on to the big business, the biggest news bombshell. Oh, the bombshell. Back to business. <laughs> the sappy stuff. Um, big news year. Oh, yeah. Um, weird stuff News, drama, whatever you want to call it. Um, weird stuff happened. Our nominees are the Activision Acquisition. That's fun to say. Uh, Yuji Naka being arrested. Not twice. once, but twice. Way to go, buddy. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom title and launch date reveal. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet technical issues kerfuffle. Oh, boy. That's exactly what it was. It was a kerfuffle. Mm -hmm. uh, the return of E3 next year. Or Nintendo's labor issues. Now, Bruce Dash says, also the events surrounding Bayonetta's oh, original yeah. voice actor, Helen and Taylor. I thought long and hard about this. Uh, like, did we, did we so whiff cool. on that one? I, that strikes me as like 99% internet drama, 1% news. I was going to say, I don't think it's actually real news because right. it was all made up. It's a lot of finger her. pointing. It, yeah. it is a lot of drama. Yeah. I, I yeah. But I'm, is it I'm, hard hitting news? I'm glad, I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but think I mean, it was, it was definitely the talking point for, you know. Weeks a, a and week, weeks and a, weeks and week weeks. Or two. Yeah. 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 Uh, Daniel Park says, it's hard for it to be anything other than the Activision acquisition. Every oh week, gosh, a new ripple gets uncovered in the story of how one megacorp wants to buy another studio and how the other megacorp keeps throwing fits as if it didn't just buy several studios themselves. Yeah, that, that, is, that is, it's like a story that keeps on giving right. in terms of drama. And that is our community winner, mm -hmm. the Activision acquisition. Oof. Yeah, this has been a, a part of our lives uh, since it happened yeah. months and months and months and months ago. Feels like the whole year. Seems been... like it's going to continue to be a part of our lives. Like every week, there's some new headline, but that's just like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. And it and it it has drama, but it also has huge implications for, for all of these industry. companies and the, yeah. industry, and the industry and, 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 and all of us. And all of us, yeah. Totally. So, um, your pick. My pick is Eugene Naka. It is Yuji Naka. <laughs> because we're going to bail him out. We're, yes. That's our big plan That's for 2023. That's the big plan for Sonic Week. We yes. go 
jailbreak, Yuji Naka out of jail. I just think the story is so ridiculous. Like, Wait, that's really your winner? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really? That was I kidding. thought you were joking. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. This is like so ridiculous. Oh you guys, who, how does this even happen? Like, you oh, this even, is your winner. What do you mean? It's funny. So funny. <laughs> Why are you dying at this? I don't understand. Keep talking. It's just like, again, it's, it's one of those things where I was just like very surprised by the story overall. And like, how does this happen in this day and age? Why would you, why are you getting arrested twice? Like, <laughs> I'm saddened by this story. I think Yuji Naka needs to get his life to back together. I'm just in shock. Like, I, I cannot believe this could possibly happen to somebody. Like, I really can't, I can't believe it. That's so not funny once, that that was twice, your pick. Not once, but twice. Hey. One time, I wouldn't have picked The man's it. addicted to Two times, insider though. trading. Two times is when you get voted. Try it yourself. You can't stop. News bombshell of I the dare, year. I by dare me. you. It's crazy. I dare, I dare it's you to try in, it. It's insane. What's yours? Um, mine is the, is the Activision acquisition. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> For the reasons that we just went through. Okay. Yeah. You have the serious pick? It's very I mean, is, it, is it all serious? I mean, some, some of these, these counter arguments by Sony are... Nonsense. That's true. That pure true. nonsense. Pure yeah. comedy. And again, like whenever the FTC gets involved, we've too, seen like, uh -oh. them being willing to burn every bridge to try and stop this. Like yeah. they're like throwing EA under the bus. Mm -hmm. They're just like talking oh, bad yeah. about everybody. Yeah. It's like ridiculous claims about wanting to be more like Nintendo. It's like, is blah, this blah, really? Blah. Yeah. Is this really worth it? I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. Moving on to something completely unrelated yes. to that. I like the name of this one. Tastiest in-game vittles. Vittles. What was the food in a game that you most wanted to eat? The nominees are everything in Kirby's Dream Buffet. Literally everything. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Soup. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Sandwiches. Pokemon Legends Arceus Potato Mochi. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pizza. Or Pentiment Pottage. Can you explain for the good people what pottage is if they don't know? It is, I had to ask you. It is the uh, a cross between a stew and a soup. Um, so it's like a little bit thicker than a soup, but not as thick as a stew. And it has like vegetables and grains, yeah. like, like barley. Now I understand why pottage no longer meat. exists. <laughs> Let's just see. Is there really that big of a difference between soup and stews that you need something in between? No. Yeah. It's like we're poor peasants yeah. and we need to throw them <laughs> stuff into a pot and boil right. it. That's what it is. Um, there were actually no uh, comments on this. People just got to voting. They uh, didn't have any comments? There were no comments. <laughs> this was one of our most overwhelming victories. 66%. Kirby's Dream Buffet. Everything. It I want to so eat it. It looks so good. Um, oh my god, it looks so good. I was looking at the food again. Yeah. I mean, the, the desserts. They look really they good. Look, I want them. Yeah. Badly. In contrast to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sandwiches just slapped together. My sandwich was never Disgusting like done mess. right. It's like it's like the meat's not straight. Like it's I'm not weird. making a good sandwich. That's not my pick. Yeah. But what is your pick? My pick is the buffet. The, the what? The dessert. Oh, the dream buffet. Yeah. Yes. I want the desserts badly. Yeah. I want that that the strawberry shortcake with the whipped cream and the mm -hmm. strawberries and the layers. I, I really I really do want to eat that. That sounds that looks good. Um, my pick is it the pizza? No. Oh. Although that that could be inducted into the Hall of Fame for video game food. It should. Um. It's the potato mochi. But you never had it. Well, let me tell you, let me, we, went, we went on a ride with potato mochi because they kept eating it in this game. And I was like, 
Does this exist? This doesn't exist. This is something they made up for the game. It's not. And we looked it up, and it's real. It's real. And I really want to eat it. And then the pictures, the real life pictures, it looks good. You like grill it. Right. It looks like good. I feel like you can easily find this somewhere. And how come we've lived our whole lives and we never had potato mochi? <laughs> and they're eating it every day. In it's ancient Japan. Pokemon though. Legends Arceus. You don't want to eat that shortcake in Dream Buffet. You don't want to eat until you're, you're my, round on a scale. My, my concern is you that... You don't like desserts. No, what, You no. don't like desserts. Let me like finish. Sweets. My concern is that's something that might look better than it tastes. It's like that fake food for like a, for like a commercial or something. My mouth is like water. <laughs> Thinking about this dessert. <laughs> I want that strawberry. Do that strawberry. The, the fruits. It looks good. Yeah, the fruits look great. It really, I mean, it looks like a perfect thing. Yeah. Shout out to Kirby's Dream Buffet. Really right. That game came out of nowhere. Didn't win, not enough to win Best Surprising Game, but shout out to Kirby's I mean, Dream like Buffet. Rolling that game was that, fun. Like, in that whipped cream. That game was legit fun, yeah. It makes me want to go to one of those Kirby cafes, like bad. Oh, yeah. In Japan. Yeah. I really want to go to those. Um, the soup, though. Let's talk about the soup really quick. The Xenoblade Chronicles soup. I don't get the appeal of this. That soup looked good. Okay. It looks spicy. The Enjoy. yams? This <laughs> <laughs> yam soup. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 yams. Uh, moving on. Uh, okay. This might be a little confusing. We'll explain it. Best non-game game thing. Right. So... This is kind of um, akin to what Jeff Keighley had at the Game Awards Best Adaptation. This is mm -hmm. something that could not exist without, a without video, game? video games to base it on or to kind of you know, be all about it. Yes. So the nominees are <clears throat> Sakurai's YouTube channel, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, the Super Mario Brothers movie trailers, mm -hmm. the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie, the Cuphead show, or... Kojima's podcast, and Bruce Stash very uh, charitably suggested the Kit and Krista podcast. Oh. Thank you, Bruce Stash. Oh boy, a non-game thing. Uh, way to gas us up. Um, <laughs> the winner, though. Big winner. With 50% of the vote, Sakurai's YouTube channel. That, that was awesome. That was a great thing to get this year, absolutely. Yeah, oh my gosh, were we like, such pleasantly surprised by that. And something he puts out there on the channel is really cool. Like it what I like is that he looks like he's having a lot of fun. Yeah, he looks relaxed. Um, he's, as much as he can, sharing his knowledge of games with all of us. Yeah. Some of the, I mean, some of it, those videos are about things you don't really think about. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of them are just like good life or like work advice too. It's like, how do you manage your time? Right. Like, yes. And this feels like the break that he has needed yeah, for years. Oh, totally. And obviously he's still keeping busy. I don't think he could not keep busy, but yeah. this feels like a great way for him to recharge his mind. Exactly. And I'm happy that he's able to do that. And yes. that video that he did dedicated to his cat, good on him. Yeah. That's definitely like a, just, I, I just feel like doing this. I don't care. Yeah. You know, and I, I love And I it. can. And I can. I, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, what is your... No, you have to go first. Why we have to go in this order. This first. is the order. Okay, I think my pick is Cyberpunk Edge Wow. Oh my gosh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. So I really had to talk you into watching this for a while. I was on vacation. Oh. <laughs> and you were like, please watch this. And I was like, I yeah. literally cannot right now, but I will when I get back from vacation. From Vacation's a great time to watch it. I couldn't watch it in Europe, but it didn't have the ExpressVPN. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, so anyways, but this was one of those things where we, we had played Cyberpunk late in, yes. in the life cycle. Of we played game. it this year. We played it this year. So yeah. we, were, we, were, we kind of had it on our brains um, already. And then when this show came, came out, um, the series came out, you watched it first and you were like, oh my gosh, it's so good. You have to watch it. So I ended up watching it and totally just like 
fell for the cyberpunk universe mm-hmm. again. And then like you bought all those books and yeah. then we like read the books. And it's like it's amazing how just how much lore there is right. in the cyberpunk in the, like the Night City mm-hmm. universe. We realized that it was in like this tiny little beach town in California. We're yeah. like, what? Um, so it was really cool to get a glimpse of that universe uh, through, you know, the show. And one of the best songs of the year is, mm. is from that show. Yes. It's, is um, one of my favorite songs this year. Great soundtrack out. for that, that show soundtrack. overall. And then that, that that again, it was like kind of like a Chapter 5 Xenoblade moment. Just where that Polish banger after Polish that banger. That song was paired with that like... Anti-grav I'm such a sucker for like an anti-grav like love scene. Oh man. What are, that what are, hits, people. Name another great anti-grav love scene. I don't know. I can't think of them right now. But I'm just a sucker for it. I'm a sucker for anti-grav. Right. They should have do people. Directors of the world. Do more anti-gravity love scenes. Okay. Because it is amazing. And that was just it was such a perfect song for that moment in yeah. the, in the yeah. in that story. Anyways, I'm 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 a fan. Make more of those. Uh, that is my number two. Oh. But my number one has to be the Mario movie trailers. Oh, the trailers. Okay. You all remember the stress that I was you feeling. Were you were stressed. You were All year long. Yeah. Of like, this could be a make or break moment for my life. Yeah. If this movie stinks, I'm no not. No longer a Mario I, fan. No, I'm just not going to make <laughs> it. This is, this is just the end for me. And those trailers exceeded my expectations. I am unbelievably hyped for this movie. I think yes. it's going to be incredible. Um, so talk about just a great relief, a great joy. I have to give it to them. That that first trailer coming out was a huge sigh of relief. I yes. think when we saw like the direction they were going in, it was like, oh, thank goodness, <laughs> it's not going to suck. Yeah. Um, so that was that was good. Yeah. I mean, next year. For this category, we'll have the movie on the list, and that's or, or we get Super Nintendo World. Oh wow, we have a Hollywood. lot of good stuff. We're gonna have a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So this list will get, we'll definitely come back. I think next year. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is the uh, Mia Culpa Award, the best game we didn't play. <laughs> Which again, as we said at the top, it's impossible for everybody to I know. play it's too everything. Hard. Yep, yep. Much as we might want to try, but um, these are six games that we didn't play. That um, maybe we wish we did. Yeah. So the nominees are Triangle Strategy, Immortality, mm-hmm. Gran Turismo 7, Two Point Campus, A Plague Tale Requiem, and Marvel's Midnight Suns. Kiss My Flapjack says Roger's bass is crying at the disrespect really is. of Triangle he, Strategy. He really you is. played the demo at least. I played the demo. Uh, Thomas Weir says anyone who played Immortality should be fuming that Man Engaged did not win Best Performance this year. A total chameleon who just melted into each of the distinct roles she played. Nice. Um, I know. No idea what you I know very about. little about this game, so, so I'm not exactly sure <laughs> what Thomas Sounds is saying. Good, Thomas. But that's that's a very convincing. But an overwhelming <clears throat> winner. Yes, Triangle Strategy. 63% of the vote. I'm on my way, people, to play this game. Well, I'm, I'm playing this game. You're playing the demo. I'm playing the demo. It's not the same thing. Okay. But I'm, at least I started it. Yeah. I like someone. Is that your choice? If Since you already played it, do you have a different pick? Um, no, that's my choice. I yeah. don't know anything about these other games, honestly. Plague like, Tale, rats. I can't. You don't like rats. I can't. If they don't have a rat slider, rat I slider. can't play that yeah. game. If they make the rats into orbs. Yeah. Tri- I can't play it. Yeah, Triangle Strategy Absolutely is my pick can. as well. I meant to play this game 
all year long. I know. And I failed by not doing it. But so. it's so long. It is, it's, it's, it, we're, yeah, there's like so much to play yeah. throughout the year. But I think, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to get into triangle strategy and, and continue with the demo. Yeah. I really liked what I played, you know, um, so far. Yeah. And yeah. I, again, I, I was very, um, convinced by Roger when he was telling me that it was kind of Fire Emblem choice based. I really like games like that. Yeah. So, that makes me more curious about this game. Yeah. Um, and, of course, this overwhelming vote uh, is a good indication that this is a game that we should both play. Yeah. All right. Got some big ones coming up here. Oh, boy. Character of the Year. Whoa. Yeah. Our nominees are Kratos, Lance, Kirby, mm. Aloy, Sonic, and all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> um... Hector Jones, there, there was some grousing in the comments. Hector Jones says, excuse me, but where is the uni option, all caps. All caps. With some typos for emphasis. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Bednar says, uni de boss isn't up there and that makes me sad. Sorry, You, friends. again, overpowered me and said, lands needs to be lands the one. Lands needs to be the one featured. You know, if, if we did all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, could we do the cast of, we that, can't do that's that too again. many, that's too many. They've already gotten the Bodhi category. The oh. cast of. All right. And they were in so many categories this year, so it's just too yeah. bad. Lance is clearly the winner anyway, but it, it's I would have not. argued maybe Mio was the more representative character of that game. What do I know? Um, anyhow. The winner, though. The winner uh, was Kirby. Yeah. 45% of the vote. Yes. Um, Kirby took the leap this year from kind of like second Meh. second yeah. fiddle, like B-tier character. To like A-tier. To absolutely A-tier with Forgotten Land. Mm -hmm. um, just reinvented what a Kirby game could be with, you know, his personality front and center. Also a great spinoff with um, Dream, Dream Buffet. Buffet. Yep. So Kirby was kind of omnipresent, um, but I think everybody was just blown away by <clears throat> Forgotten Land this year. So... Uh, way to go, Kirby. You yeah. are our community winner. Super tough pink puff is the yeah. winner. What is your, my winner is lands, <laughs> of course. Okay. Uh, mine is Kirby. Okay. Yeah. The lands is all What do you want to say? You got anything you want to say about lands? Lands. In front of the good people watching? Millions. Uh, lands, the world? My husbando. I'm in love with you. You'd like to have an anti-grav... Uh, love scene with Lance. I it. do. Got I it. would really like that. Actually, that would be fantastic. Let's make that happen. Um, although I do um, like Kirby. A congratulations lot. to Kirby. Uh, these are some fun categories now. Best Kitten Krista podcast episode. <clears throat> oh yeah. This is our forty-fifth episode. Can you um, believe it? We did one each and every week, starting in February. It's mm -hmm. been wonderful. Yeah. Uh, it was hard to choose the top six, but here they are: our nominees. Reggie answers 10 burning questions. How Jeff Keighley became the center of the gaming universe. Why we left our dream jobs at Nintendo, the first episode. Were our Nintendo Direct predictions accurate, which included the Nuzlocke drama. Oh, no. The untold story of the Wii U launch. Or Super Mario Odyssey, the launch we almost didn't survive. VGM Life says the Wii U launch episode was an episode with historic significance. I don't mean like it's the landing on the moon or anything, but your discussion tremendously adds to the general understanding of Nintendo during an interesting time in their history. 
That episode was a great example of what makes the podcast truly unique, and that is the winner, 44% of the vote. Nice. Nuzlocke Drama only got 1%. We're Which over I, the I sort of appreciate it. I like that too. That's because our, our community is extremely <laughs> They're sick of it. They're even, they're even keel. Yeah. They're very like they knew that it was just blown smoke yeah. internet drama nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um I, I think we both had the same feeling when we recorded that episode for the Wii U launch that it definitely felt like something where it's like a lot of the times kind of oral history or oral stories get lost uh, along the way, especially with Nintendo because it's such a closed company. And mm-hmm. when we did this episode, we both felt like a sense of relief almost and kind of like, oh, we're good. We, we're, we're glad we got this out there. Like it yeah. feels good, you know? So I'm glad that um, that same kind of feeling and sentiment was picked up with others that listened yeah. to it. And I'm, I'm glad that was the Is that, that your pick? Winner. My pick is my the first episode. Ah. Uh. I think that I was really nervous when we started this. Yeah. Obviously, it was like a big new thing. And I just, I think we wanted to set things up in a way that kind of sets up this whole, whatever we're calling this content stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like our shot to do it yeah. and do it right and do it our way. And um, it was the first time we could do anything like our way. And it was really important to me that yeah. we like, do it this like say these things out loud and like tell people with the story and like set up this podcast and what we're going to be doing every week and I think we did it yeah in that episode and I think you know it, it made it so that we can you know do this right <laughs> and do forty five of these this year yeah so. if, we, if we bombed on that one that would have been bad could have been dicey to do the rest yeah yeah <clears throat> exactly. um, my pick is the Wii U episode VGM Life said it expertly there. Um, yeah, it feels like something that hopefully people can come come back to over the years and just add to the story of Nintendo in that yeah. era. Um, so yeah, I was very um, happy to get that story out there. Okay, obviously the next category is best Super Kitten Krista sixty four episode. Don't call it the Kitten Krista show. Rebrand. <laughs> uh, our nominees are Splatoon rap battle. <laughs> Touring San Francisco with just a Game Boy camera. Trying to get a street pass in 2022. Our New York vlog. Trapped together playing Kirby and the Forgotten Land co-op. And Splatoon Cooking Challenge. Brian Vendiola says, I was sad to see the Roundtable Pizza episode not on here. That's my personal favorite. Watch it over many times. It's wholesome as heck. Oh, that one is a good one. Your face. That is important to me, yes. Yeah. Uh, switching it up underscore, Mama Yang in a video was the absolute highlight for me, along with Krista <laughs> dealing with a real-life squid. It's so gross. That was from the Splatoon cooking challenge, but that was not the winner. No. The winner was touring San Francisco with just a Game Boy camera. I love that episode. Look at the big smile on your face. I love that We were just episode. talking about that episode recently, about yeah. how you probably can't tell. Like We were harried. We were under a real time crunch that day, and it felt like we... It was not certain that what we were going to get would make a great video. Yeah. And I, I we were hoping to get, actually get more footage around San Francisco, but it was like taking us a long time to get from point A to yeah. point B. We were dealing with some fog that day too, of course, yeah. San Francisco. And in that last scene when we were taking a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge, was like, the wind was like 50 miles an hour. It was so crazy. Right. Like, I think sand was just 
Like, it was like a sandstorm. Like we were getting pelted with sand. It like hurt. Our stuff yeah. was blowing all around. It was yeah. like, we just got to do this and, and get out of here. It was crazy. So that's it's really great to see. I, I think the end result is incredible. Yeah, I couldn't believe and kind of, kind of, you know, that was, we did that early summer. It kind of helped to define the vibe of some of our more vlog type videos yeah. going forward. So good mm -hmm. job by you. I love editing um, For that editing video. all of these. These videos were so much fun. Um... Yeah, I, I'm glad that we're we're getting to be very experimental on Super Kitten Krista 64. Like mm -hmm. it just shows with a variety of just these even these six videos here, how how much like things how many things we, we did that we couldn't have done before. Um so that that is something that I'm really glad to see. My personal pick though is the New York vlog. Mm. And um I think that one was just personally something that I was kind of special to me because we hadn't been back to New York. In Sad Girl Fall? Sad Girl Fall. You had to explain that to me multiple times. You still don't get it, I don't think. I don't really. I don't think you do. It's okay. Um, it's just like, it, I, I love these videos. And I think this also is true for the um, the Game Awards vlog that we re recently released. Mm -hmm. um, is like, I I really look at these vlogs, and I think we both do, sort of as like a very personal diary of our experience mm -hmm. um, doing these things. And it's very personal, you know? Yeah. Like we both hadn't been back to New York in a really long time. And, um, you know, it was, it was a personal look at like what we were feeling and what we're doing and eating. <laughs> and like, I just love being able to capture that in a video and then share it with you guys. So... That's my pick. More vlogs in 2023 yes. for sure. Uh, my pick has to be the Splatoon rap battle. Oh. It just has to be. Because <laughs> you won? Well, a, because I won. I mean, I won all the challenges that are listed here. Oh my but gosh, that was so much fun. That was such a leap of faith by us because it was like, all right, we're gonna do this video. And then it was like, oh, I need Shoot. to I need to do a Splatoon. Like, like I, I need to write I need one? to write multiple Splatoon songs. How do I even I do that? Yeah, And I think we came away so impressed with the end result, impressed in each other. I was um, so scared to share it with you because I was like, it's gonna <laughs> suck. It was just so, you talk about going outside of our comfort zone, like yeah. that was the definition of that. Yeah, we filmed so many like ridiculous things yes. at my mom's house. We did. <laughs> and like at the train tracks. Yeah, it was the most like involved shoot we'd ever done. But um, it was so fun. But it, yeah, I, I, I couldn't have been happier with yeah, the, the end fun. result. So a very unconventional video for us, but also extremely memorable yeah yeah it definitely pushed us i think creatively yeah yeah okay people all right here we go we are on to game of the year now the way we're doing this uh we have eight nominees yes we are going to reveal the community winner and then we are each going to reveal our top 10 games of the year obviously ending in our number one. Oh boy uh I'm so it's gonna be exciting so, and then we also have a moment of the year. Yes, our last category is moment of the year, not something the community could vote on because that's, you know, everybody's too got hard. a different, different moment. moments, yeah. So we're going to wrap it up with moment of the year. But game of the year, our eight nominees are God of War Ragnarok, Elden Ring, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Tunic, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, and Horizon Forbidden West. Let's read some of these comments before we reveal the winner. Zelgaroth says, when I play a new Pokemon game, I usually just catch the new Pokemon and call it a day. 
For Legends Arceus, the gameplay was so fun that I spent hundreds of hours perfecting every entry in the Pokedex. I also did the Path of Solitude for every Pokemon. I have four names. My Patreon app is broken. Splatoon 3 is not displaying as an option. I'll contact <laughs> Patreon support. Good idea. Um, VGM Life. Come on. We know Goaty was Elden Ring all year long. We all tried to pretend like we didn't know because it's not as interesting without the suspense. Just like Breath of the Wild, sometimes a game comes out and you just know it's the best thing you'll play all year long. And Jamie Bain says, I've mentioned this in the Discord, but Xenoblade Chronicles 3 for me takes the Goaty easily. The tightness of the narrative the developers and creators were able to communicate through this game was a masterclass example. Along with the evolution of the series, this game was an example of the passion and love for a story someone wants to tell and the backing and resources and money from Nintendo coming together. It was truly the Xenoblade of Chronicles. Woohoo! And wow. that is our community game That's of the, the year. That's the winner, you guys. Xenoblade 32%. Chronicles 3. Uh, second place, Elden Ring, 26%. Third place, Pokemon Legends Arceus, 16%. Wow. But, wow. Guys. I mean, we knew our community loved Xenoblade Chronicles 3, but I, I'm, I have to say I'm surprised I'm seeing surprised. it here with this list yeah. of great games. I'm surprised. But I'm, I'm happy because Xenoblade is a fantastic game. Again, I had a great time playing this and beating my first Xenoblade mm -hmm. I'm so glad I beat this one. Yeah, because it seems like it was a good one. So, um, so I feel I feel really good about this community vote, and I'm really happy that. Yeah, thank you so much to our wonderful Patreon community for all of the great comments and for voting yes. and for participating. So much fun to be able to interact with you guys like this and just have a collective moment where we're able to celebrate share and the year. celebrate and our right. our mutual love for video games. It's it's incredible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So awesome. <laughs> Uh, all right, so it's time for our top tens. Yes, personal top tens. Personal top yes. tens, yes. All right, how are we doing this? Um, why don't you, why don't you just, just do your list. Okay. Say whatever you want to say about these games, starting from number 10. Number 10, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Great. Number 9, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. A little surprised it was this low on the list, but that's... You were surprised? I was surprised myself. Really? There were so many other games. I was like, this game's better. Okay. Uh, number eight, Marvel Snap. Yeah. Number seven, Stray. Number six, again, a little surprised this is such a high on the list, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Oh. Number five, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Yeah. Number four, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh. Number three, God of War. Number two, Pokemon Arceus. Uh -huh. And number one, Elden Ring. Uh-huh. I'm I surprised myself really with this list. Like really? I was like putting this together and moving things around and thinking about yeah. thinking about these games, you know, remembering these games. And I don't think I could have predicted my list. Like I I would never have thought. You know, Mario, a Mario plus Rabbids game would beat out a Horizon game, for example. Yeah. Or like a Xenoblade game would be that high on my list. Um, or even a Kirby game would be on the list at all, you know? Yeah, So yeah. a mobile game to be on the list. Of, I sure. mean, so all this stuff is just, it's it's surprising. But I'm so glad. There's so much variety that we play this year. And uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what I got. What, what are you All got? right. Um, I actually have 11. So I have to. Hey, I, hey, hey. I, I wanted to give no, it. No, no. I just wanted, this got bumped. I had a late minute bump. You can't do that. Escape Academy, which could be on the list. Anyway, moving on. <sighs> Number 10, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection, <gasps> not the one 
Not Shredder's Revenge. What? Cowabunga Collection. Number nine, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh. Number eight, Vampire Survivors. Oh, wow, that's on your list, huh? Number Dang. seven, Neon White. Oh. Number six, Tunic. Number five, God of War Ragnarok. <gasps> so low. <laughs> low, it's five. So low. Number four, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Okay. Number three, Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks oh, wow, of Hope. Oh, that's high on your list. And our, and our number two and number one are exactly the same. Pokemon really? Legends Arceus and then Elden Ring. Wow! Wow! I, I'm so impressed by Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yes! I continue to, I was thinking about this game a lot, again, I was like, were you thinking about this? And I was like, that was really a miraculous feat. And then to have like the high of that and then the low of Scarlet, I was like, dang! Mm. That's that's um that's yeah a, that's a roller coaster well, ride I went on with this. Franchise. I mean it's it's a good omen for the series overall because I mean these games were so close together it would have been hard to implement everything from Arceus that yeah. was a bit more experimental. I loved it into a mainline so Pokemon game, but I think that's why we loved it was that it was experimental and it was new and fresh. It was not following a formula. I hate the formulas. Um, it felt like dangerous in some ways. Like, yeah. whoa, we're doing this in Pokemon. Yeah, whoa. it was like, oh, that's unexpected to yes. do in a Pokemon game. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I had so many moments with that, and a little, a little bit jank, sure, but it was, it was charming. It was not the Olive Incident. No, it certainly was not. <laughs> and then Elden Ring. Um, so I remember I was saying like I want to go in like my my all time top ten and see where this is. Yeah. It's high. I think it's in my top five. Okay. All time. So number one is Breath of the Wild. Right. And then you got and, like Mario 64. Yeah. I got I to gotta re-jumble. You, you got a couple of those more nostalgic yeah. sort of. It's in the top five. And it's one, It's it, it, the thing it does share with Breath of the Wild is it's one of those games where I just don't know how it got made. It's like people could try and make a game for hundreds of years and never put out something as good as this. Yeah. It is so big. Like, so I, I had a full playthrough with my one character, but I feel like I scratched the surface of this game. Exactly. Because there's so many different ways to play, so many different character builds you could do that would yeah. be so different. I didn't explore everything in the world. No. I left a lot to go back to. Um, all the secrets, all the nooks and crannies, just overwhelming. And it's like, how does this game exist? Yeah. I'm, I'm stunned that this game exists. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely have that feeling of, like, vastness yeah. too with this game. But the other thing that just I think is really special about this game is also something that I loved in Breath of the Wild, which is, like, this idea of experimentation. Mm. Like, not everybody is going to go through this game the same way. I mean, th there's basic stuff, like, your build is going to be different than somebody else's, obviously. Yeah. Um, but even like the way you approach a big boss fight, yeah, or the way you, um, you know, you explore the world, like it, it sort of had this idea of like, well, how did you do that? And then you have these moments where you're having like a lot of like conversations with people that are playing too, um, and it just kind of like reminds me of like the schoolyard discussions right. we have with these kinds of games that, frankly, is really hard to exist nowadays because mm -hmm. of the internet and because of walkthroughs and all that stuff, but yeah. because this game is so big and has that like ability for you to experiment and explore in your own way, you capture, you can recapture that magic, you know? And I think that, that was, it's really hard to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, this was one of those things where like, it just, 
took over my entire life for like three months or whatever. Yeah. I do, I do think even only now at the end of the year, the game is a little bit underrated. It didn't, it didn't have the extended life that Breath of the Wild did, where even yeah. now people are still tinkering and finding yeah, things. Yeah. It did kind of have an end. Right. But it, it's still very fresh to me of like my experience with this game. And I do intend to go back to it. And I do hope there's DLC. Because um, that <laughs> would too. just sweeten the pot. Yeah, I want DLC so bad for this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, well, there we go. We have, a, we have a definitive Kit and Krista game of the year. One and two. Elden Ring. Yeah. And, yeah. and yes, game of the year for the, the Kit and Krista brand. The brand. <laughs> the brand. The brand. The corporation. The corporation. Um, the business. Moment of the year, though. This is a good, I think, addendum to game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine certainly builds upon, it's an Elden Ring moment. Mine is too. Okay. And it is? Mine is for sure when I beat the game. Oh. I never in a million billion years thought that I could beat a Souls game. Mm -hmm. Like in my whole life. Yeah. And I'm not a very good player honestly like I don't I don't feel like you know usually I'm like I'm not like some savant like good at games at all I usually kind of like I play on easy mode you know I like I really struggle through like Metroid Dread for example it took me like two weeks and everyone else had beaten it like yeah. way earlier but I just struggled and struggled until I did it um I just never thought I, I was so proud of myself like when I finally did it I was like oh my god I can't believe that I could do this I did something that everyone else did. There was no like easy mode. It, was, it wasn't attempt 947 of the fire giant. I mean, I also beat that <laughs> boss. So that, that too. Like I was just so proud of myself. Like I like, I did it. Yeah. I'm a real gamer, That's you right. guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm legitimate. Wow. You know, yeah. like that's cool. Yeah. I felt good. That's great. I felt really good. Like I felt like, like, yeah, I like, you know, I belong here. Like yeah. I could do this, yeah. you know? So yeah. Uh, mine came much earlier in the game, and it was getting out of Stormvale Castle, or completing <laughs> Stormvale Castle, oh which I do think was the hardest uh, dungeon so of the game, hard. given where, like, the level that you're at at that point, yes. you're still trying to, like, learn the game. That's a really complex... Navigational like, like, route? compound to try and figure out where to go. Yeah. The, the enemies are brutal. It was also like one of those moments where it's like one step forward, 10 steps back. Yeah, and it's the, forward, and it's that and back. it's that like claustrophobic kind of thing that you hadn't got for the for the whole game leading up to that point. Yeah. And it's bookended by these two hard bosses yeah. that everybody's saying like this is like your like initiation to this game is like yeah, if you can't beat this, don't bother. And a part of me was like Okay, well, I made it this far, and I probably won't get, get through this. And it's like, fine, I'll, I'll have had a fun time with this game, and I'll just stop here. Yeah. But I surprised myself getting through it. Yeah. And there were definitely, like, a lot of times where I felt discouraged or didn't think I could do it. Um, but I did. So I think you and I had kind of the same yeah, moment just in different, just in different parts of the game. Yeah. There was there, – when I, when I first started this game, um, I – I said to myself, I was like, I'll just try this out for an hour and go yeah, back to Horizon. I literally right. said that to myself. I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to be able to do this. Right. Like, at all. You know? Yeah. Like, I'll just, I'll poke around. It's fine. Sure. And little did I know, <laughs> that was the end of Horizon yeah. for yeah. a long time. <laughs> and I was basically just like, 
my entire life was this game. Yeah. I've never yeah. watched so many YouTube videos on. Oh. I never searched so many times for how to yeah. cheese blank, blank, blank. Yeah. I don't care. I used every method yeah. that was yeah. out there available to me to in my, to my disposal. I cheated with my crazy lightning beam thing. It's I, not I, cheating. Not cheated, but I, I basically like there was no there was no cheese that I would not try <laughs> to do this to get through this game. Uh, but it made it so much fun. Like yeah. it just was. I mean, it's amazing how this game like has these little things in it. You know, right, it's really right, incredible. Right, right. Um, what a great year! What a great year! Twenty twenty two was for games. Yeah, yeah. We're so spoiled. There's still so many games to play over the the holiday break. It's this true. Be great. Yeah. The backlog is endless. Yeah. And, this uh, is our and this is our first year doing like true proper game of the year award yes. discussions that was not just Nintendo games. Right. I mean, we used to do it every year on mm-hmm. the Power Podcast and it was just Nintendo games, which was very fun too. But it's good to be able to talk about like the other fifty percent of your life, yeah. you know, where you're not playing a Nintendo yeah. game. Obviously yeah. there's tons of Nintendo games on our lists and everything. And but all the butts and and we Every, can talk about butts. And everything else. Yeah. yeah. We can talk about yams. That's exciting. <laughs> we don't have to be filtered at all. Yeah. Um, um, yes. Well, thank you all for coming with us on this journey. Yes. Um, I can't think of a better way to wrap it up, though, than by thanking our wonderful Patreon superstars. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Kick it off, please. Aaron Hash. Ben Eichhorn. Maru Mayhem. Eigenverse. Jordan Collette. Kiss my flapjack. Mike Chin. Mr. Rogers. Rain Tech. Roy Eschke. Switching it up underscore. Cephazon. The Shark Among Men. VGM Life. Link, the hero of winds. Angela Bycroft. And her pig Molly. Turbocharged Nerd. And Thomas O'Rourke. Woohoo! All right. All right, and then on to our wonderful One Up Club graduation ceremony. Here we go. Aram Burgundy. Adam and Ansley. Jean Malari. Ale Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Astra Dev. Bookum Dano. Brad SF56. Brooke. Brustache. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Cozy Tar. Captain Cinnamon Buns. Captain Alliance. C Roper 17. Daniel Cold. Daniel Valencia. Dogson. Doodoo Face. Douglas Chomix. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Espars 50. Esrato. Fart Priest 69. Furbound. Fernie and Jess Forever. Fred Rossi. Full Combro. Gar. Garrett Hullfish. Ian Shit. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. Jackie Z. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jerry92602. Jesse Hernandez. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Hemmerley. Jo- Joseph DeHaze. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Just Camtro. Kai Camercio. Kawa2796. Kelpshake. Kevin Delane. Christorati Kid. Christopia Party With Me. Kyle Gamer Barry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Kyle the <laughs> Kyler Nelson. Linnell Stickman. Lego My Frago. Lava. Levi Yahoo. Lit. Lucas Pico. Mad Dog. Five nine eight one. Marky Man sixty four. Matthew Rewald. Mecha Dragon one oh one. Oh sorry. Megan. Michael Cravens. Michael White. Mikey. Mr. Andy Palm. Murph. Mytran. Nazir. Nathan Burkhart. Panda Buns. Paul Gale Network. Piano Psychopath. Prime Factor. Prince Charmless. Quinn Hardigan. Reaver. 
Ray Chiron, Ryuji Utsuho Okuu, Renee Rivers, Reese Williams, Ryoth One, RJ Kern, Rob Osborne, Rocks, Ryanetta, Sam Nealon, Sebastian Hernandez, Sharif Jackson, Sheer Cold Vanilla, Shinryu, Slowbro, Schmiggles, Shrews, Silly Ferret, Spicy Munchkin, Steel Strone, Tefu, Thomas Alvarez, Travis Torline, Troopage, Tugs Puppy Bear, Tuscoob. Tyler Geis, Video Game Stupid, v- Virtual Bot, Wicked Davy, Will Ernst, Will Johnson, Zudaverf, Zelgaroth, Zeroid! Whew! Oh boy. One of clubs bigger than ever. I know. They really Those are. I love yeah. it. It's great. Um, well, thank you so much to our wonderful Patreon community for participating in our Indeed. Game of the Year Awards. Yeah. Thank you for your great comments and for voting. If you want to join us, we are at patreon.com slash Kit and Krista. We do lots of fun community things just like this. We have our early access for our Patreon members. You can ask questions and just hang out with us on Discord. It's really fun. If you are watching this on video, do us a favor and subscribe to our channel. If you are listening on audio, you can leave a five-star review and a written review slash comment. Slash Thank comment. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on our other social media channels. We are on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, YouTube. That is it for the big Game of the Year episode. Don't forget, we are back next week. We are back. We are not done for 2022. We are back next week. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.